Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. What's up on a beautiful Friday afternoon across the Magnolia State? Great to be with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Low 90s, lots of sunshine, a little bit of a breeze, maybe just outright wind today. Not a bad day to be playing golf at Dancing Rabbit. Of course, there aren't many days that are bad to be at Dancing Rabbit playing golf. You can book your tee time or book your trip online at DancingRabbitGolf.com. Richard Cross and Michael Borky with you on this Friday afternoon for now. Brian Haydad will join us coming up in just a little bit. You can always be a part of the conversation on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from C Spire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in C Spire country. Check availability now at cspire.com slash business. Well, the dust has settled a little bit from the drama of yesterday between Nick Saban and Alabama and Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M. Although there are a few new things that maybe have been added over the last 24 hours, 20 hours since we finished up last night. We'll get to those with you this afternoon. But I, I, I don't know. There are lots of places where we can start. Let's start, though, with champions. We've got champions in the state of Mississippi. Conference USA's regular season championship for 2022 belongs in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. After Southern Miss got a win last night over Middle Tennessee, they've been the best team in the league all season long. They were absolutely mowing their way through Conference USA before three weeks ago and two weeks ago running into a little bit of a stumble. It's a long baseball season, and some stumbles are going to happen. They lost the series at UAB, salvaged a game in Game 3. They lost a series at home to Old Dominion, once again salvaged Game 3. They lost Game 1 at home last weekend against UTSA, but they were able to backside the series and right things a little bit, partly because of the return of Reese Ewing. And last night they went on the road to Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Tight game for a while. In fact, trailed early in the ball game, came back and got the win. Scott Berry's club, 21 conference wins. Nobody can catch them over the final two days of the regular season. And Borky... 
Uh, this is a team that absolutely deserves, because of their play on the field, to be conference champions. No funny business. They got it done last night. They did, and uh, they even... I respected whoever runs the uh, social media account. The uh, sixth and final is what they said. Conference championship. That's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, man, it's uh, obviously a great accomplishment. It's a nice parting gift. Well, it's a very one-sided parting gift. Kind of like getting your wife a vacuum. You know? You gave him a gift, but it's not the best one. But anyway. Uh, no, it's impressive. Well, Southern Miss gave themselves a gift that nobody else wanted them to right. give themselves. They, they wanted the house to be cleaner. And so they gave a vacuum to somebody else. No, it's it's a really it's a big night, but the work's not done. You know that's the thing here. Is You're absolutely right. The regular season conference championship is nice to put up on the wall in the outfield. Uh, I assume that they will be given some kind of trophy that can go up inside the facility somewhere. But in terms of hosting a regional, these next two games and the conference tournament is as vital as anything else. So it's a great accomplishment, but I bet you get some coach speak from Scott Barry. But he would be right. Work's not done. Not anywhere close to being done if they want to do the next thing on their list of accomplishments. Southern Miss jumped out to a 2-0 lead in the top of the first inning. Middle Tennessee answered with a run in the bottom of the first. Neither team would score in the second or third innings. The uh, Golden Eagles would go back in front with a run in the top of the fourth inning to make it 3-1. But Middle Tennessee would answer with two runs in the bottom of the fourth to tie the game at 3. They would take a lead 4-3 to three with a run in the bottom of the fifth inning. But then you got the big answer. Four runs in the top of the sixth inning to make it a 7-4 uh, a to four ball game. And then insurance runs in the seventh inning and the eighth inning. And that was the final margin, 9-4. to four. Nine runs on ten hits with an error last night for Southern Miss. Middle Tennessee helped the uh, Golden Eagles out a little bit. Four runs on eight hits. But they made four errors in the ball game. Tanner Hall, four and a third, seven hits, four runs, only two of them earned. He uh, he struck out three, did not walk a batter. It was not the uh, the the crazy dominating night that we have seen at times from Tanner Hall. But after that, the combination of Matthew Adams and Garrett Ramsey, uh, well that that got the Golden Eagles to the uh, to the finish line. Adams picked up the win. Ramsey got his fourth save of the season, and tonight they go for the series win as they look for win number 40 on the season and win number 22 in conference play. So back to your point, Borky, about the work not being done. Southern Miss trying to host in Hattiesburg. And we don't know because they're not operating in a vacuum exactly what it takes. What you do know is they just need to keep winning. And you can take the... um, uh, the, the the subjectiveness, if you will, out of the committee's hands if you win enough ball games. If you're the regular season champion, maybe the tournament champion, or make a deep run in the tournament, let's say you got old oh, 43, 44 wins, RPI in the high teens, low 20s, it's going to be really, really hard for a resume like that to be turned down by the committee If Southern Miss takes care of business, they're going to be playing baseball at home, not just next weekend for the Conference USA Tournament, but again the following weekend for a first-round regional. Oh, for sure. And I'm a little curious as to how they're going to do the hosting thing this year because, for example, Southern Miss is ahead of Arkansas in the RPI. Yeah. But if Arkansas takes care of their business, I'm not talking about winning the SEC championship, but if if they close the weekend out the way they should – are you really going to leave an Arkansas team out that has the record that they have and all that stuff in the SEC, despite the RPI being in the 20s? 
that's something that you've got to consider as well. Although there are teams maybe in front of Southern Miss that they would get the RPI benefit of the doubt of, there's also somebody behind them that would get the benefit of the doubt ahead of them, I would assume. Uh, I think it was a I think it was Mark Etheridge who quoted or, or tweeted yesterday. I, I really agreed with uh, with what he said. He, he was talking about RPI. He said, "Look, RPI needs to be used when it makes sense. But when it doesn't make sense, there are other metrics that can and should be used by the committee." And Borky more maybe than ever that we can think of in recent seasons. This is not the year where you just take the RPI and you go 1 through 16, those are your hosts, or uh, you know, 16 of the top 18, those are automatically your hosts, because it just doesn't make sense when you look at the RPI. you got number one, Tennessee. Obviously, they are a host. Same thing for Oregon State. Vanderbilt got boat raced by LSU. Vanderbilt is sitting at three in the RPI. They don't have a top eight resume right now. Now, if Vanderbilt gets a couple of more wins, they're 14 and 14 right now in the SEC. Even if they win the next two against LSU to get to 16 and 14, unless they make a deep run in Hoover, you can't convince me that Vanderbilt should be a top eight, despite the fact that their RPI is three, because they don't have enough wins to justify it. Auburn doesn't currently have enough wins to justify being a top eight seed. Virginia Tech does. Georgia Southern at number six in the RPI. That's not a top eight resume. It's probably a hosting resume, but it's not a top eight. And those are just a few of the examples. I mean, you can you can kind of you know work your way down through and look at the teams that are in contention to be a host or to be a top eight where they're protected and would host a super regional if they win a regional. This is not that this year. I I trust. I, I'm trusting the committee to do the right thing, and say that they're not just going to take the RPI and say, well, this is one through sixteen. And they're 17, 18, and 19, and our 16 hosts are absolutely going to come from those top 19. Yeah, and they've done that in the past too, right? I mean, you'd get one that was like a 14 that didn't belong there. Last year was a little bit unique also. Uh, what was it, the number two RPI team didn't host at all? But generally... Sure. Fairfield it, last year. Fairfield. It's happened more often than not where they've kind of just one through 16. Here they are. That can't be the case this year with the volatility of it. I, I wouldn't think so. And, and look, last year was also weird because you had a whole bunch of teams across the country that basically played no non-conference games, or they only played very local non-conference games. You remember, I mean, it's crazy to think that just a year ago, we had severely limited capacity for the first month of the state of the season, even in Oxford and Starkville. Now, Ole Miss just opened the gates when they got to SEC play in that first weekend. And it was wide open through the rest of the way. Mississippi State actually took a little bit longer. They kind of, you know, waited a few weeks before they kind of opened the floodgates. Of course, when you get to postseason, packed house in the stadium. But we're just a year removed from that, and not even an entire year from a baseball season that completed that was weird because of COVID once again. Thankfully, that has not been an issue during uh, this college baseball season. The, uh, the SEC weekend got started last night. Six of the seven series began. All seven were supposed to start. Auburn and Kentucky are playing a doubleheader today because they were rained out last night in Lexington. And there was some weird stuff that happened in the SEC. If we had made a bunch of predictions yesterday, I don't know, we might would have gone over. 
probably would have gotten one or two of them right, but we certainly would have not gone seven for seven or six for six in the games that were actually played. We'll talk about what happened yesterday in the SEC, and then we'll make it a little more local. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. It's your normal congestion downtown Jackson, otherwise the interstates 55, 20, and 220 all running clear. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. It's Cannon time. This is Dave Logan. Whether it's sales or service, our goal at Cannon Nissan of Jackson is your complete customer satisfaction. We're here for you six days a week. Learn more at CannonNissanOfJackson.com. Nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Open Memorial Day. Hey, folks. Are you looking for conversations that are upfront and honest? Audibles with Jason Scarborough is just that. Candid and honest conversations with the people and personalities of the great state of Mississippi and all across the Deep South. Season 3 premieres this weekend on TV stations all across the Magnolia State. Go to our website, spiritmedianet.com for TV times in your area. And join me for episode one with former trial lawyer Dickie Scruggs. Audibles with Jason Scarborough. Season three this weekend. This is Michael Guest. I'm honored to serve as your congressman. The National Right to Life Committee has given me a 100% pro-life score. And the Susan B. Anthony list has given me an A-plus rating for my work in Congress on pro-life issues. Now more than ever, it's important we speak up for the unborn and support the right to life. I'm Michael Guest. I approve this message, and I ask for your vote on June the 7th. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. Yeah, I know you don't watch a ton of the uh, SEC Network studio shows, but um, during football season, 
especially during football season on SEC Now, they um, they, they do a, a segment that's called Outside the Footprint. So you've got the footprint of the SEC, but it's like, okay, we're covering the SEC, but hey, here's some other interesting things that are hap- have happened. You mind if we go outside the footprint just for a second? Yeah, throw it at me. The widest, uh, wildest college baseball game that has been played in 2022. I'm not prepared to say the wildest college baseball game ever because, one, my brain's not that big, and two, I know it's not because baseball's weird. But the wildest college baseball game of the 2022 season happened last night outside the uh, outside the footprint. It happened in Iowa City, Iowa. Um, we're we're going to roll two things. We'll do outside the footprint, but first I'm going to give you a winner. No, I'm not going to. We'll, we'll get to the winner in a second. Iowa beat Indiana last night by a final of 30 to 16. Which actually would not be a surprising football score to you between those two teams. In a game that was played at Iowa where they stopped in the start of the fourth quarter and waved at the Children's Hospital. Here's the weird thing. Indiana led 13-2 to going to the bottom of the fourth inning. They were up 13-2, to but then they got outscored 28-3 to from the bottom of the fourth inning on. Listen to Iowa on their 10 runs in the fourth inning. Three-run home run, two-run home run, RBI single, RBI double, three-run home run. Ten runs to go from down 13-2 to two to down 13-12. Well, Indiana bounced back with a run in the top of the fifth to make it a two-run ball game. But then Iowa went to work in the fifth and the sixth and the seventh and the eighth and then they didn't have to bat in the bottom of the ninth. Iowa, after trailing 13-2, to scored 10 runs in the fourth, five in the fifth, three in the sixth, six in the seventh, and five in the eighth inning. Now here is a Friday submission for a winner in winners and losers. Iowa center fielder Kyle Huxdorf last night went six for seven with four runs scored and 12 runs batted in. He had three home runs in the game en route to the win for Iowa at home. 30-16 to 16 after trailing 13-2 to two in a baseball game. There's an obvious joke to be made, right? That if only their football team could score like that? Speaking of football scores... Are we going to do it now? Yeah, I think we should. I thought we might wait for Haydad. I mean, we can't wait forever. That's fair. Last night in Starkville, Mississippi State lost to the best team in America. Not terribly surprising. Because Tennessee kind of beats everybody. But the way they lost. Tennessee... In the top of the first inning, scored three runs on back-to-back-to-back home runs. The two, three, and four hitters in the lineup for Tennessee, Lipsius, Beck, and Gilbert, all with solo home runs. And you thought at the time, it could be a long night for Mississippi State. You just didn't know how long a night it was going to be. Three to nothing after one. Three to nothing after two. Eight to nothing after three. 11 to nothing after 5, 14 to nothing after 6, 
21 to nothing headed to the bottom of the seventh inning. So the 21 runs through seven at bats for Tennessee is rough. And that's putting it mildly. And by the way, they would add six more to finish with 27 runs. But on the other side, Chase Dolander, the starter for Tennessee, threw six innings of no-hit baseball with one runner allowed. He walked one. Six innings, six strikeouts, one walk, no hits. On 67 pitches, no less. Had it not been for a 40-minute top of the seventh, perhaps he would have gone back out and continued to pitch, but Tony Vitello in Tennessee said, that's enough. There are bigger things in front of us than Chase Dolander trying to notch a no-hitter in a game where you lead by three touchdowns. Mississippi State would get a run in the bottom of the seventh to make it 21-1. to After eight, it was 23-2. to And then for good measure, Tennessee scored four more runs in the top of the ninth inning to make it 27-2. A paid attendance of 10,206 last night. Disaster is not even a strong enough word to describe this game for Mississippi State. Tennessee had 27 runs on 25 hits. Seven of those 25 hits were home runs. Seven more of those 25 hits were doubles. It's hard to fathom. And it's, I mean, sometimes weird baseball games happen, right? Yeah. Losing is bad. Losing by big margins is bad. There's your take of the day. This is something totally different. It's it's embarrassing, truly. It's embarrassing. It's just one game, long season, four pitchers. Somebody on the text line asked us if the team quit. It's hard to quantify, but... It was over fast. It was over fast. And then you're just kind of getting through it. It's... To, to go from the conversations we were having this time last year, and fast forward a few weeks, to having a better chance of finishing last in the SEC than making the tournament, the SEC tournament, is shocking. And Borky, the conversation we were having a year ago was the debate that Haydad and I had about whether or not the SEC tournament means anything. And I say it means something because I like the event and, hey, you're playing for a championship, and Haydad will go to his dying grave saying the SEC tournament means nothing unless you're playing to try and get into the tournament. And I think there's some nuance in there, right? I mean, if you know what you are, if you know you are a host, really if you know that you're a top eight regardless of what happens, then he's right. The SEC tournament means absolutely nothing other than, you know, you're trying to add a trophy to the trophy case. I do think the SEC tournament means something if you're trying to get into the field of 64, if you're trying to jump from just being in to hosting, or if you're trying to get from that borderline spot of hosting to being a top eight seed. There's some things where you can improve your standing, and for that reason, the SEC tournament sometimes means something. If you got a top eight locked up, it means absolutely nothing. 
And that's what the, the situation Mississippi State was in a year ago. That's the conversation we were having. That's the debate we were having. I don't even know what the conversation is or should be right now. And, and, and frankly, I'm going to leave that to Haydad when he joins us in a little, a little while. I had a couple of family obligations that he needed to take care of this afternoon, and, and he'll be with us in a bit. But, but I, don't, I don't even know what you say. Is it one of those things that, that what can you say? I mean, all you have to do, Richard, is say 27 to 2. They lost at home 27 to 2 in a conference game. That's it's one of those pictures worth a, worth a thousand words, right? Just look at a picture of the box score. Yeah, you really don't need to to see anything other than that. That's it. It every, tells so much. Every pitcher that pitched last night for Mississippi State gave up at least three earned runs. Every run that Tennessee scored was an earned run in the game last night. Brandon Smith, the starter, in three innings, gives up 11 hits for eight runs. Mikey Tepper goes an inning and two-thirds, gives up three runs. Cam Tuller, an inning and a third, three runs. Jack Walker, no percentage of an inning, five runs. Cole Cheatham, two innings, four runs. Andrew Walling, one inning, four runs. There was nobody, and, and, and by the way, in addition to 27 or 25 hits, there were eight walks and three hit batters. So 27 hits and 11 free passes. We've been talking for a while about, you know, you know how much I hate the phrase it is what it is, but as it pertains to Mississippi State's pitching staff, it is what it is. But, but the, the wheel that was hanging on by a thread, it was wobbling, but it was still attached, was starting pitching getting you into the fourth, fifth, sixth inning. Well, that wheel came completely off last night as well with Brandon Smith. And now you got Preston Johnson, who's gotten hit hard, but has kind of lasted in games his last few outings. And then Kate Smith going in, in game three. Two games left for Mississippi State, and then this season for the Bulldogs will mercifully come to an end. We'll be right back. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 94. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 70. Your Saturday brings a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And for your Sunday, a 40% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 85. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. This is Joe Rooks for do-it-yourselfers or seasoned pros. Revelace is the place to go. This is Smokey Williamson. If it has to do with keys, Revelace Hardware can help. We cut house and office keys. We can rekey locks in the store. 
and in some stores we can even key alike padlocks. At Revel Ace, we program automobile keys and fobs for most makes and models for much less than the dealer. There's a Revel Ace hardware near you. Come see us. Learn more at rebelhardware.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at majesticmetalsinc.com. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com it's Liz Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Top Mississippi News. During a Homeland Security Committee meeting, Congressman Michael Guest warned that the number of encounters on the southern border since President Biden took office will surpass the population of Mississippi soon. Total encounters under this administration, taking numbers since February of 2021, are 2,735,000 encounters a number greater than the population of 13 states. At the current rate, next month, it will eclipse three additional states, including my home state of Mississippi. Guest has been a vocal opponent of ending Title 42. He supports legislation that would require the Department of Homeland Security Secretary to submit a comprehensive southern border strategy to Congress. Harrison County voters in House District 119 will elect a new state representative July 19th. Governor Tate Reeves set the special election date and announced the qualifying deadline will be May 30th. Voters will decide who fills the vacancy left by the resignation of Representative Sonia Williams-Barnes. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polk's. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polk's meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polk's is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polk's. I would like to share some news with you today. Mississippi Industries for the Blind has cleaning chemicals and products to keep your business or even your home clean and safe. Our U.S.-made cleaning products are safe, user-friendly, and come with no harsh chemical odors, just a clean, fresh scent. There's no waste with these pre-measured packs. They're a great way to help your bottom line. Would you like to know more? Please contact MIB at sales at msblind.org. No matter where you go, 
Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Communication system is a go. go. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. Sports Talk Mississippi brought to you in part by M-Trade Park. This weekend is the U-Triple-S-A Fast Pitch 6th Annual Summer Warm-Up Tournament. It, it, it has warmed up. We're not warming up. It has warmed up, although it's going to cool off a little bit over the next few days. Uh, over 50 Fast Pitch teams at M-Trade Park this weekend. Also, starting this weekend, there will be a bus route running on Saturday from M-Trade Park to the Square and also to Oxford Galleria over on West Jackson Avenue near many of the shops and restaurants on that side of town. These routes will be free to all who are at M-Trade Park, so if you've got a good parking spot or you've got all your gear loaded up and you want to take advantage of that, you can do so if you are at M-Trade Park this weekend for the 6th Annual Summer Warm-Up Tournament. Be sure to check out mtradepark.com for a full schedule of tournament events, whether it's soccer or fast pitch or uh, baseball that you are looking for, the premier youth sports facility in the state of Mississippi, M-Trade Park. Let's go to the C Spire text line and get some of your messages. A lot of them coming in during our conversation about Mississippi State a second ago. There were a couple that said, hey, could they not have had a mercy rule in the game, a 10-run rule, not in a conference game. That there, there is no the, – the stakes are too high in every conference game. Nor or, should there be, by the way. Yeah. I mean, you, you play the game. It's, it's nine innings. Everybody's got a max roster size of 35 and, you know, has the same travel roster size, and you play nine innings. And so unless you're talking about a weather event or a mandated seven-inning game because of a postponement leading into, uh, into the travel day, the getaway day, then you're playing nine innings. Uh, do Mississippi State fans send you guys angry text when you comment on stats that cast MSU in a negative light? LOL, UT is great, 27-2, to holy smokes. You'd be surprised at the things that get people angry. It's usually not that. No. And especially not that last night. Yeah, I think everybody kind of agrees what that was. It was... Um, I mean, I mean, how could you spin shot. that any any other way besides what it was? You can't. Tom sends us one of the greatest messages in the history of the ceasefire text line. He sends us a picture of a column by the late great Louis Grizzard when he was writing for the Atlanta Constitution, what is now the Journal Constitution or the AJC. Dateline Monday, December 3rd, 1984. Tom's message, by the way, said, I know this is football, but it would still apply to the state-Tennessee game from last night. I'm going to read you the entire column. Headline, Grizzard's report from the Tech-Georgia game. Dateline Athens. Column. Frankly, I don't want to talk about it. 
End of column. <laughs> and only somebody as accomplished and as witty as Louis Grizzard could pull that off, but he absolutely pulled it off, and Tom, I get it. Great text. Not a good text, a great text from Tom. Um, here's a message. I once played a Little League All-Star baseball game where there was no 10-run rule. My team won 42-10. to 10. Carl says they played like they had had a big night the previous night. And they ran into a buzzsaw, and they had absolutely no pitching. None. But I hear you, Carl. Jimmy in Hattiesburg says, Speaking of runs in an inning, Pearl River Community College, the Wildcats scored 16 runs at the bottom of the fourth against Northwest en route to an 18-8 final. They beat Hines twice in LSU. Eunice sending them to their second JUCO World Series in four years. Coach Mike Avalon is my nephew and has built a juggernaut in Poplarville. Love that you guys love baseball. Well, thank you, Jimmy. We love that all of you love baseball as well. Or at least most of you love baseball. Yeah. Some of you love baseball. Many of you love baseball less today than you did a year ago. Yeah, there's a lot of I like it when, Transitive. or I love it when. <laughs> Transitive baseball love based on results. Somebody said, famous saying, there's always next year. Well, that's the thing, man. That That's what makes this conversation so interesting. As somebody who believes in Chris Limonis, and it's hard not to, a year removed from a national championship, right? next year was supposed to be the year where there was an expected step back, right? You had Landon Sims coming to Fridays. You, you still had a bunch of guys in the lineup that you thought were going to be really good. And, and now there's kind of the mass exodus coming from this roster. Now, the way you look at this team, it's probably a good thing. I hate to be harsh, but it probably is in some cases a good thing that there's going to be a lot of roster turnover this offseason. But that that's what makes what happened last night compounded with the season that they've had so fascinating is what are the expectations going into next season? Is it, well, this this team's going back to Omaha because other than generic program expectations – you better bring a bunch of dudes in the portal to make that a reality. So, you remember the uh, the television commercial for the big box office supply store where they had the easy button? Yeah, you, know, you just wanted to hit the easy button. Yeah, Staples, right? I think that's what it was. That was easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mississippi State needs one of those big red buttons that says reset on it. They, they they've got to hit the reset button. This offseason. Because it's a team that is going to look drastically different next year than it does right now. It's not going to be made up of current household names. You're going to be two seasons, you know, a full season and starting the next year removed from a national championship in a place where the expectations are off the charts because of the history, because of the investment, and because of the success, the recent success. But to get back to winning the way that Mississippi State fans expect their baseball program to win, it's going to take a big old massive reset. So somebody says, uh, Jeff and Grenada it is, why is no one putting any blame on Scott Foxhall? And then he goes on to say, Lemo should bench the whole team and let other players participate in these last two games. These guys quit, so let them sit. I just don't know that I buy into they quit. I think it just absolutely snowballed on them last night. But here's the thing. 
I don't anticipate that in the next two games Tennessee beats Mississippi State 27-2 again. But, Borky, would you be even remotely surprised if Tennessee won the next two games 13-3 and 15-6 or 11-4 and 13-2? Big, wide-gap margins? I mean, they do that to everybody already. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but, but but they haven't. They play in a lot of close games. They've just won them all. Yeah. Now, now, it's like there's one blowout rolled into almost every weekend. They've played a lot of close games. You know, two, three, four-run games. Not 25-run margins. All right, so, so to the first part of that text, though, why is no one putting any blame on Scott Foxhall? Well, Here's why I think, but you tell me, please, Jeff, why you think there should be blame on Foxhall. So the obvious answer is, well, because they gave up 25 or 27 runs on 25 hits last night. And, and I will grant you that. But what would you do if you were Scott Foxhall? You can't pick up a free agent. You can't trade for more pitchers. You have what you have. And they felt reasonably good about the staff going into the year. And Scott Foxhall has lost four pitchers that were contributors, significant contributors for the year at different points of the season. And I know rehashing the injury thing at this point is tired, but but I don't I don't see how you can lay a boatload of blame on Scott Foxhall when you saw what he is capable of doing with a healthy, talented pitching staff a year ago. Yeah. But when Landon Sims, who was the preseason national pitcher of the year, goes down in week three, and Stone Simmons goes down and never returns after week three, and a couple of weeks, two or three, four weeks later, Brooks Auger goes out for the year, is a third Tommy John victim, and Parker Stinnett goes out for the remainder of the year as well, I don't know what else you do. I mean, Mississippi State kind of scratched and clawed and fought their way through as best they could with duct tape and bailing wire for, what, about well, about six weeks, well, seven it, weeks of, of league play before the wheels just came off? We need to, to be honest about something. I, I don't know how many people actually feel this way, but a few months ago, when those first two injuries you mentioned happened, uh, we talked about it on the show, and, and I specifically said... Fans need to alter their expectations for this season because those two injuries are going are going to be nearly impossible to overcome and match expectations. And every reply was, "No, that's crap. That's you're just an old Miss homer. That no, we do it differently here. It's like Alabama losing a running back. Next man up." Well, I guess some people had it in their minds that you can just take on four injuries and be the exact same team. Well, it doesn't work like that in real life, and this is in part the end result. Now, 27-2 to is not just because you lost pitchers, but the team being where they are in this moment can absolutely, in large part, be attributed to the fact that you lost all of your pitching depth. That is a reason why, and... Or, or I'm just a stupid old Miss Homer that doesn't know anything. Either one. But somebody warned you guys that this was going to happen. We'll get to more of your text messages when we come back on the C Spire text line. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. 
From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. It's your normal congestion downtown Jackson, otherwise the interstates 55, 20, and 220 all running clear. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialist. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialist has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialist, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 1030 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Here in Mississippi, we believe that life is precious and must be protected. But Congressman Guest voted twice to give $1.1 billion of your tax dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. I'm Michael Cassidy, and my promise to you is that unlike Congressman Guest, I will never vote to give even a penny in taxpayer funding to Planned Parenthood. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-life Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. Here in C Spire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to C Spire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. 
Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. John and New Albany, thanks for talking about baseball, one of America's many great contributions to Western civilization. I hear you, John. Yeah, we invented football, though, so. (laughs) Who is we? America. Baseball didn't. Abner Doubleday and right, but I'm saying we we invented football. So if you're going to talk about contributions to Western civilization, and you're going to mention sports, and football is not the first one you say, you know, it's kind of missing something. Yeah. Um, a couple more messages. Hangover years are not uncommon for championship teams. Granted, winners find ways to win, but realistically, Tennessee is a different kind of animal this year. 100%. Usually a championship hangover doesn't last an entire season. And that hangover has been exacerbated by a rash of injuries. All in the pitching staff. And we got a message a second ago that, that said, you know, if you compare the offensive numbers for this Mississippi State team to last year's team, that they're, they line up all, almost identically with more home runs this year. I don't know that clutch hitting lines up. Hey, Dad sent me a message last night. He's like, hey, if you got a couple of minutes, listen to the, the first few minutes of the podcast I just posted. So I was kind of unwinding when I got home last night, kind of watching some golf highlights. So I, I just popped it up. First of all, he, after the, the big, big voice intro, he just played Everybody Hurts for about 30 seconds. Everybody hurts. <laughs> And then he got into it. I think that's all he wanted me to hear was the uh, the intro. But it's one of the things that he talked about. He's like, "Look, I don't have the you know situational numbers, you know, two out hitting, runners in scoring position hitting, and all those things." He said, "But I would feel pretty confident in saying that those numbers were better a year ago than they are this season." Probably, but they're still putting it. We'll start with the Missouri series. I mean, it's just a thirty thousand feet view, but it, it point still stands. So they lost the second and third game of that series, right? Second game, they scored eight runs in a loss. Third game, they scored six runs in a loss. The Florida series, six runs in a loss, three and two. But College Station at Texas A&M, seven runs in a loss, six runs in a loss. I mean, lately, these series that were pivotal to get them on on a possible run to make it to Hoover and get into the tournament... It's because they couldn't keep runs off the board, not that they couldn't put them on the board. Yeah, you're right. And that's what they did a year ago, right? Remember, once it got to the post-inning, Mississippi State, or the the post-season, Mississippi State was playing a six-inning game. They needed their starting pitching and their bullpen to get them six innings, and then they were handing the ball 
to Landon Sims, and the game was over. And that doesn't exist this year. Yeah, the starting pitching has been okay, good enough, but when they've had to hand it off to the bullpen, there have been no answers there, and that's why so many, you know, all three games Mississippi State led in the game last weekend, you know, at the midway point of the game or later. And then, maybe not game three, but certainly in the first two games. And they led in all three games. But once it got handed over the bullpen, there was just no answer. Um, somebody says, State's going to win one this weekend, and I'm not a State fan. Okay. We'll see. All right, we're going to turn the page as we go to the 4 o'clock hour to the game in Oxford last night, which, based on the final score, was not all that interesting, right? 10-5 to final score. Texas A&M gets game one. Ole Miss did not play particularly well. Texas A&M honestly didn't play that well. Uh, they just they jumped on Delusia, who was uh, you called the game. Looked like he was throwing a bunch of flat stuff at him, and they just squared him up and hammered him for two innings. It was flat, and the strike zone was the size of a thimble. And that's not a complaint. Like I'm, I'm not complaining about the size of the strike zone. It was just tiny. Scott Klein's strike zone last night. I mean, it was the plate. And it was below the belt, and it was at the knees, and there were no corners. And, you know, a couple of times Dunhurst was able to steal a low strike, but that didn't happen with regularity. But it wasn't – I mean, it was for both teams. So, you know, you'll, you'll live with whatever the strike zone was. But that, I think, affected Dylan DeLucia. But that game got really, really weird late in the top of the ninth inning. And we will talk about what happened. You've asked some questions about that. We will try to um, – We'll try to unpack last night's game and look at what today's game means, tonight's game in Oxford means. Because if the stakes were high this weekend for Ole Miss, they are now higher for Ole Miss, down one game to none in the series. One hour in the books with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We'll be right back. This is a Fox News alert. I'm Rich Dennison. Wall Street approaching new territory. The S&P 500 today approached a drop of 20% from its peak, which would have put the index in what Wall Street calls a bear market. The S&P closing about 64 points from that threshold. The Dow up 8, the Nasdaq 33 points lower. Analysts are blaming investor concerns over rising interest rates, high inflation, the Ukraine war, and a slowdown in China's economy. Two Secret Service employees in South Korea preparing for President Biden's visit have been sent home. A source tells Fox News one off-duty Secret Service agent got into an altercation with a cab driver. After drinking with another off-duty agent, the agents were not part of President Biden's detail, but had arrived in South Korea earlier in the week to prepare for the president's visit. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. America's listening to Fox News.
Brian McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Got to go. 601-879-3969. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Top Mississippi News. As parents across the country continue to struggle to find baby formula, FDA Commissioner Dr. Robert Califf says the Abbott Lab in Michigan is on track to reopen in one to two weeks. It looks like it is going well, that Abbott has remediated a number of the issues, uh, and we're going to make sure it gets done as quickly as it possibly can. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is among those who believe the Biden administration should have seen this coming when the plant was shut down months ago. When the initial incident came about and happened, that's when you react. You know, you can't have sluggish reactions to getting formulas and the production back online. Senator Roger Wicker introduced the Formula Act on Wednesday. Among other things, the bill would waive regulations that prevent baby formula from being imported and allow WIC recipients to use vouchers to purchase formula from any producer rather than be limited to a specific brand that may not be available. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Think of all the comforts your family enjoys around your home. When you include propane appliances throughout your home, you can have even greater comfort from endless hot water to softer clothing and cozier heat on cold winter days. With an all-propane home, you'll also enjoy greater efficiency and energy savings compared to all electric homes. Go to PERC.com and ask why propane. The answer will be clear. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. The Mississippi Aquarium is inviting all dinosaur lovers to see their newest summer exhibit called Dinosaurs Around the World, The Great Outdoors. Visitors can learn more about the creatures that once walked the earth at numerous outdoor activities and exhibits, along with seeing 10 life-size dinosaur animatronics starting May 28th. VP of Marketing and Sales for the Mississippi Aquarium, Kendra Simpson, has more. We do have some well-known and favorite dinosaurs. We have the Spinosaurus. It's probably our biggest. We have the Hadrosaurus. Um, We have a Triceratops. And everybody's favorite, the T-Rex, will be here, um, along with the other, the other six. Simpson also explained the Mississippi has a plethora of marine fossils. When the Gulf of Mexico covered the entire state, when the tide, line, tide lines changed, they deposited um, a multitude of fossils. And so internationally, we are one of the hot spots for paleontologists. To find out more about the Mississippi Aquarium's newest dinosaur exhibit, go to supertalk.fm. 
Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888 808 on Super Talk Mississippi. Hour with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. You would think after years of being on this radio program, Papa Bear would know that the show begins at 3.06, not 4.06, but here he is, just rolling in at his own leisure. We can start... We can start the show now. All right, the show is actually beginning. The, the preseason, the scrimmage, the practice hour, the pregame is over. The show can begin now. Hey, Dad, rolling into the office with his maroon is all that matters polo shirt on, and he is ready to roll. Oh, God, no. He is ready to roll. I had the walking bulldog. I went back to the 70s. Walking bully on Hey, Dad's uh, golf shirt today. Sports Talk Mississippi coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is the home of the sports book at Time Out Lounge. You can visit them online at Pearl River Resort. Dot com. Richard Cross, Michael Borkin. Yeah, you heard him. Hey, Dad finally uh, was able to uh, bring himself to join us. His his period of mourning over a 27-2 loss has come to an end, and he is now ready to embrace it and talk about it. If you want to talk about it, like many, many, many of you have on the C Spire text line, you're welcome to do that with us. The number is 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge. Get gigabit fiber internet only from C Spire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do in C Spire country. Ultra-fast symmetrical speeds, local 24-7 support. You always get the most from your IT solutions with C Spire. Visit cspire.com slash business today to see if fiber is available at your location. So we're actually going to switch gears, not because Hey Dad has arrived, but because we spent the last 45 minutes talking about Mississippi State's game against Tennessee. We will come back to that. We, we will, because Hey Dad, I want to get your take. We spent 45 minutes talking about that game, well, that abomination. It was more big picture, not you know breaking down inning by inning. Some of it was questions I mean, that came in on the C-SPAR text to... line and some thoughts, and then we rolled in 
two crazy games. Did, did you see anything from the Indiana Iowa game last night? I heard about it. I mean, it was a football. That was much more of a football score than what happened in Starkville. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no doubt. The twenty-eight Borky, to three unanswered. Down, uh, yeah, Borky, if we wanted to break down the Tennessee State game by inning, inning, by inning by inning, we would need a seven-hour show to go through everything that happened at that game. We can circle back to it on Monday. Circle back. Oh, may that rest in peace. Yeah. And we need the new the new uh, press secretary to get a catchphrase that we can uh, we can jump on. Well, here's um, here's the thing. A pretty fascinating storyline out of Oxford last night. So Ole Miss loses the game ten to five. That in and of itself not necessarily a storyline. Here, uh, in terms of just baseball, what what is what is the theme that we've talked about over the seven game win streak for Ole Miss? It was that Ole Miss played well. Right, they pitched it well. They were aggressive at the plate. They came up with timely hits. They played clean. Those things didn't happen last night. Did not have a great approach at the plate against a pretty average pitching staff from Texas A&M. Well, one for twenty-one uh, batters, two through what was it, two through six? Yeah. One for twenty-one. Not not great. And that one came in the top of the or the bottom of the ninth inning when the game was decided. Um. Ole Miss was not clean defensively. Yeah, error cost runs. Four. Easy play, too. Should have been. That's, you know, a problem that plagued them early in the year, and it looked like they had gotten past that, and then here at the end it's going to pop back up again. Yeah. So, that's all well and good. But all that anybody is talking about from Oxford last night is the ninth inning. So let's take you to the top of the uh, of the ninth inning of last night's ball game. It was a uh, kind of an odd sequence. So Texas A&M batting in the top of the ninth inning with the top of the lineup. Trevor Warner, the leadoff hitter, hits a inconsequential fly ball to center field for the first out. Jack Moss comes to the plate and hits a rocket missile nuke. Like a line drive off the batter's eye to straightaway center field, a 410-foot home run that got out in a hurry. And that gave A&M a little bit more insurance, made it a 9-5 game. And then you get to the weird stuff. So uh, let's just lay out the entire scenario. Dylan Rock swings and misses at the first pitch of his at-bat, and he steps out of the box. And he takes a long time. He, he's one of those guys that kind of does the whole adjust the batting gloves thing, and then he stares at his bat. Like, stepping out of the box, he stares at his bat, stares, and, you know, he's getting wherever he needs to get mentally ready for it at bat. And, by the way, Dylan Rock has had an incredible season, so staring at his bat has worked. That's his pre-pitch routine. So he climbs back into the box, and he is not set, and boom, John Gaddis pitches. So, the quick pitch... That's a little bit of a Little League thing. Well, Dylan Rock does not decide, ooh, I'm not ready, I'm going to watch that one. He goes after it. And he hits an opposite field home run off of the quick pitch from John Gaddis. And then he lets John Gaddis know about it as he's headed to first base. And he's making the turn at first base. Tim Elko is kind of sticking up for John Gaddis, who the hitter who just hit a home run off of, is talking to, and Elko says something, and then Peyton Schottenye says something, 
and Dylan Rock responds to him, and you got a reaction from Peyton Chatagnier that I've never seen before. He gets red-faced like veins bulging out of his neck, and he starts chasing after Dylan Rock, who's running bases. And you got the first base coach for Texas A&M, who's now chirping with Tim Elko for saying something to his runner. So you can say that it's all sophomoric, but here's the reality. It's just all baseball. That stuff happens all the time. Dugouts talk, players talk back and forth to each other on the field. You hit a home run, you let the pitcher know about it. The pitcher gets mad, he mouths back. Happens all the time in baseball. But the price of poker goes up a little bit when Chatagnier kind of chases after Dylan Rock. He continues to round the bases. Mike Bianco shoots out of the dugout. He's talking to the second-base umpire, Jeff Head, and he's pointing and he's animated and all of this stuff is going on. And both benches kind of like start milling their way out of the dugout, but like nobody's charging the field, and it doesn't really get out of hand. And Mike Bianco continues to plead his case, and the umpires come together, and they have their little powwow in the middle of the infield. And the home plate umpire, Scott Klein, walks back toward home plate, and he points toward the A&M dugout, and then he turns and he points to the Ole Miss dugout. So both dugouts have now been warned. And I thought in real time, are you really going to warn both dugouts? But after kind of watching it all play out, both dugouts needed to be warned. Ole Miss played a role in that. Texas A&M played a role in it. Just defuse the situation and go back to work. So now Austin Boast comes to the plate. Pitch is called. Gattis shakes it off. Shakes off again. Goes into his windup. And he throws it Boast. I swear I could watch the video a hundred times and I would tell you a hundred times that it hit him. But it didn't actually hit him. Ball had some nasty cut. It was running away and it ran just behind it. It looked to me like it hit him in the rib cage and deflected up the third baseline. I've been told by people who were on the field the ball did not hit him. I actually talked to a Texas A&M player today. I was getting gas this morning across from the hotel where they were saying, I was like, hey, question. I was doing the game on TV last night. I was like, I swear it hit him. He's like, I talked to him this morning. He said it didn't hit him. I was like, okay, so it didn't hit him. Anyway, throws at him. Bose turns to the home plate umpire and points to Scott Klein like, you're going to throw him out, right? And Scott Klein immediately throws out uh, John Gaddis. And Bose kind of does the deal where he's like, yeah, I'm mad at you, I'm mad at you, hold me back, bro, hold me back. Yeah, whatever. So Gaddis is ejected. Bianco comes out to talk and see what's going on. Everybody, you know, tempers are flaring a little bit. Well, we look up, and Mike Clement has got the lineup card in his hand and goes out and talks to Scott Klein, the home plate umpire, at which point I realized, okay, Mike Bianco has been ejected from the game as well. Nobody knew that at this point. And kind of speculated for us. I was like, okay, hold on a second. There's got to be a deal where if a player is ejected after a bench is warned, then the head coach has got to go, too. But it took a little bit of digging, and I got a little bit of help. Somebody texted me the, the specific page from the NCAA baseball rule book, and I had an umpire friend who lives in Texas who was watching the game that texted me also and confirmed that that is indeed the case. In the event that a pitcher throws at a hitter, the pitcher is ejected. If there has been a previous warning in the game, the head coach is also ejected. If there has not been a previous warning, only the pitcher is ejected. 
But on top of that, if there has been a warning, the head coach is ejected and is suspended for the next game. So Mike Bianco will not coach tonight for Ole Miss against Texas A&M. And John Gaddis has to serve a four-game suspension. So he's not available for the final two games of this series and the next two games that Ole Miss plays. So we'll talk about all this. Was this a great move? Was it a great teammate? Or was this really, really dumb? We'll answer that question when we come back on Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. A disabled vehicle in the center lane at I-20 and State Street has traffic backed up 55 southbound from Old Brandon Road and I-20 to Highway 49. Expect major delays in that area. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. So far, we've invested over $3 million to support Mississippi communities. We also bring more than 30 years of experience partnering with state Medicaid programs throughout the country. This is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. Now more than ever, it's important to keep your vehicle in top shape. Let us keep you road ready at Cannon Nissan of Jackson. Our parts and service departments are open six days a week and no appointment is needed. Nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Open Memorial Day. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Fredericks Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. Breezy Oaks Ranch is Mississippi's source for local pasture-finished Wagyu beef and heritage pork. No antibiotics, no hormones. Breezy Oaks Ranch Wagyu beef and heritage pork is healthy and has incredible flavor and marbling. Call 601-908-9080 or breezyoaksranch.com. Pick up or delivery. Why did it only take 3.8 seconds to get President Reagan in the limo and 4.2 seconds to get John Hinckley restrained? Proper instruction, training, and practice. The detail had practiced that hundreds of times. I'm Larry Rowlett, new owner of Boondocks FTA. I'm a retired special agent in charge of President Ronald Reagan's protective division. I purchased Boondocks for the purpose of making you and your family confident, knowledgeable, and skillful in the use of firearms. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or boondocksfta.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. I listen to it at work. At work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. (laughs) 
Bad radio going to the break. I told you we were going to answer a specific question when we got back. Not right this second, we're not. We're going to do that coming up in the next segment. Right now, we're going to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. We're going to visit with Mike Rodak from AL.com, who earlier this week probably thought he was headed to a fairly innocuous event where Alabama's football and basketball coaches were speaking as part of a 50-day countdown launch to the World Games being hosted in Birmingham. And then a story broke out that I don't know if Mike Rodak was prepared for or not, but he was there, he was covering the event, and so he was prepared for it. Mike, what a crazy 48 hours it has been based on what Nick Saban said that kind of shook the foundation of the college football world. Yeah, you're telling me. That's exactly it. I mean, I showed up thinking it was just going to be something where you're just babysitting, as we call it, in our business and making sure that nothing happens, and nine times out of ten, nothing happens. And then this was sort of the the off chance that you know Nick Saban got asked a question. It wasn't even from the audience. It was this Q&A with a, a local radio host who was the, the moderator. And um, it was at the end of the Q&A, I think, the expectation going into it was that the media was going to get kicked out early and there's just, you know, a, a viewing period for us, but they let us stay the entire time. And he answered that question and answered it in a more honest way. I would say a more expansive way that he has, you know, in front of cameras, in front of, you know, news conferences, um, this whole off season. So that's what kind of pushed the, the, the card forward a little bit. And him saying what he did about A&M was really the, I think the trigger point that uh, you know created this into a national story pretty quickly. So, if you are Nick Saban, you have to know that when you utter anything, it's going to be public. But do you think he felt like, for for some reason, even with a, an audience there, that he was speaking um, off the record's not even close to the right word, but but that he was like in friendly company and he could kind of go a little deeper than he normally would. It's a good question. I, I've kind of gone back and forth in my own mind over that just because, I mean, we were standing, I'd say, no more than 20 feet away. And mm. there was four, t- four TV cameras from all the Birmingham stations. And, I mean, there was two people from Tuscaloosa News, two people from, people from AL.com, people who were standing up. And I'm six foot four. The other guy next to me is from AL.com is six foot four. Like, he had to have noticed us. He noticed, he knows our faces from press conferences. So. Sure. Like he had to know that we were there. Um, he even made a couple jokes earlier in the whole event about the media and sort of looked over at us. So I, I think he knew he, that we were there, but it's like I don't think these were things that he would have said if it was a press conference setting. And it was probably an expectation on his part that it wouldn't get out. But, I mean, he's been burned, if you want to use that word. I'm sure that's the word he would use. I don't know if it's true. But in his mind, he's probably been burned. Um, like last year with the Texas uh, uh, high school coaches convention where he talks about Bryce Young. Like, sure. I, I truly don't think he wanted that to get out, even though everybody thought it was a recruiting pitch and all that. It probably was to some extent, but I don't think he thought that was going to get out about Bryce Young making a million dollars. And then there was even an, another thing this offseason about him talking about his one, young wide receivers not stepping up in the national championship game where he was talking to a coach's clinic in Alabama where that also got out. So there's been so many instances where – he should know better that even if it's a quote-unquote private event, there's a pretty good chance that it's going to get out. So you'd think, like, at some point you'd learn his lesson on that one, but um, I have gone back and forth in my head that maybe he did intentionally want it to get out, but I, I'm not convinced of it. 
All right, so this may not make sense when I start, but but I, I want to try and take you down a road here. So I have often said that Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, does not say anything accidentally. Like, if he says something, you may have to dig a little bit. You may have to use some nuance to understand what he's saying. But there's always intent when he says something. He also happens to be one of the smartest people that you'll find, not just in college athletics, but just kind of anywhere. I'm not saying that Nick Saban has the same level of intellect, but I feel like when Nick Saban says something, he knows his words carry weight, and there's usually intent behind it. What was his intent here? Not not like the end result, but, but if you could put yourself in Nick Saban's mind, what was his intent in going down this NIL road and then specifically calling out Jimbo and Texas A&M? Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think the setting was probably important because, like you mentioned at the top, this was a World Games event, and the World Games in Birmingham are you know, being supported or propped up by the sponsorship money in Birmingham from all these companies, Regions Bank and Protective Insurance and all that. And so that's a lot of the people who are at this event. But that's also a lot of the people, when you talk about the business base in Alabama and the people who have the money to fund potential NIL deals, those people were in the room. Um, so I think that's part of his audience when he's talking about NIL, and I'm sure there's a reason why the topic was broached to begin with as part of this, this question and answer session was as a, a way of him saying, like, if we don't do something, we could fall behind. And In fact, like, Nate Oates, the, the basketball coach, right before that, gave an answer where he basically used those words, like, we could fall behind if we don't get more NIL support. I think Nick Saban was just basically saying the same thing in, hmm. in a little bit different way. Um, and I think that's sort of the 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 fear, the um, anxiety that these coaches have in Alabama is, you know, there there could be a day where they can't be on top in recruiting, but because you have USC in Los Angeles and all the money that's out there, you have Miami with a billionaire who's backing that team. You have A and M, which is drawing out all the money in, in Houston and Dallas and all that. In Alabama, I mean, there's a lot of support for. Alabama athletics, but there's just not the financial business base in the state that there are in, in some of those other states. And I think that's that's a legitimate fear that is around that program, and I think that's what Nick Saban was trying to get at, was we might need some more help here, guys. And um, Again, I think that's probably his intent, but I don't know if there was this grand master plan on his part to say this about A&M and have it get out on a national scale. Visiting with Mike Rodak from AL.com. He's the one that broke the story. He had the video of uh, Nick Saban's comments uh, at the, the countdown to the World Games event. It just got everything going crazy yesterday. So we were talking about this yesterday, like every other you know, sports outlet in America and, and maybe around the world was. And I thought there was a bad take from a lot of people about because of what he's done in the past about, oh, this is a warning shot from Nick Saban to other coaches. Michael Borky made a great point, I thought, yesterday. where, And, and I think it's kind of what you were talking about uh, yes, uh, just a second ago. He said this was a call to action from Nick Saban. Based, you know, kind of extrapolating on what you said just a second ago, is, is that how you view this? Is this was Nick Saban saying to those people in the room and the other people that needed to hear it, hey, we got to have more from you? Yeah, I think it's more of that. Cause I know the default answer for a lot of Alabama fans or the default analysis from them is, you know, Nick Saban warns people about no huddle offenses or warns people about the transfer portal and says, you guys don't want this, uh, but this is what's going to happen if we can take advantage of it. 
I think Alabama could take advantage of those things pretty well, but I'm not as convinced that they can take advantage of NIL as well as other schools can. I mean, I think they're at a disadvantage just because of, like I just said, there's not that business base of financial support within Alabama as there are in, in some other places around college football. So um, that's a problem for them. I don't think they can just simply overcome that. I don't think Nick Saban's coaching intellect or Nick Saban's coaching ability can overcome that. He can be the GOAT or the wizard or whatever people want to call him. I don't know if that changes just the financial Cash. aspect. And that's what he's saying is he can recruit the heck out of these guys, but if they get offered more to go somewhere else, it's not going to matter. And I think that's sort of the alarm bell that he was trying to um, ring the other night. Only about a minute and a half left, Mike. We uh, we get the, the the public reprimands from Greg Sankey, which mean absolutely nothing. It, Nick Saban goes on a, a national satellite show yesterday and kind of walks it back a little bit, a little bit, not a lot. Uh, where does this story go now? I mean, you got SEC meetings coming up in uh, in Destin next week, and then we get into the summer and media days. What what's next? Yeah, I think it will quiet down. I think the SEC is going to do their very best to not have it be the big story in Destin. I think you know there will be minimal opportunities for us to talk to some of these guys because they just don't think that they'll need to do it. Um, with that said, I think there might be some things that are said behind closed doors, which then leak out to some national reporters, and then there's stories from that. But I don't know if Nick Saban is going to be holding this grand press conference talking about all of it or, or Jimbo again. Um, I think they're going to try to avoid that. But... I mean, I think the biggest unanswered question for me is just like Jimbo made 10 different accusations about Nick Saban saying that people need to look into him and look into his past. Who does that? Is it the NCAA? Is it journalists? Is it, I mean, who actually goes through and, and finds these things that he claims are there? I mean, that's, that's the big elephant in the room right now that. You know, I, I think, I don't know if that story is completely over at this point. Well, I thought the lamest part, and I'm editorializing here. You're a reporter. I'm a radio host. I could do that. The lamest part was, hey, go talk to all these guys who've coached with him, and they'll tell you what happened. Well, you coached with him. Why don't you tell us what happened? Well, you got a microphone in front of you. Seems like that would have made right. some he, sense, but he didn't yeah, want to do and he that. he said he doesn't back down from confrontation either, but he didn't really go as far as to actually provide what he was saying. That was the Yeah, he also said he doesn't lie and cheat. So... Yeah. Mike, thanks so much. Great work this week. I know it went from, uh, what you said, from babysitting to uh, absolute craziness. Good work. We appreciate the time this afternoon. Have a great weekend. You got it. Thank you. Mike Rodak from AL.com. Good work by him. Sports Talk Mississippi. Mike joined us on the Farm Bureau phone line. We will be back right after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 94. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 70. Your Saturday brings a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And for your Sunday, a 40% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 85. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Ugh, I've got to get that 
fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Hey folks, are you looking for conversations that are upfront and honest? Audibles with Jason Scarborough is just that. Candid and honest conversations with the people and personalities of the great state of Mississippi and all across the Deep South. Season 3 premieres this weekend on TV stations all across the Magnolia State. Go to our website, spiritmedianet.com, for TV times in your area. And join me for Episode 1 with former trial lawyer Dickie Scruggs. Audibles with Jason Scarborough, Season 3, this weekend. Here in Mississippi, we believe that life is precious and must be protected. But Congressman Guest voted twice to give $1.1 billion of your tax dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. I'm Michael Cassidy, and my promise to you is that unlike Congressman Guest, I will never vote to give even a penny in taxpayer funding to Planned Parenthood. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-life Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Top Mississippi News. As parents across the country continue to struggle to find baby formula, FDA Commissioner Dr. Robert Califf says the Abbott Lab in Michigan is on track to reopen in one to two weeks. It looks like it is going well that Abbott has remediated a number of the issues, uh, and we're going to make sure it gets done as quickly as it possibly can. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is among those who believe the Biden administration should have seen this coming when the plant was shut down months ago. When the initial incident came about and happened, that's when you react. You know, you can't have sluggish reactions to getting formulas and the production back online. Senator Roger Wicker introduced the Formula Act on Wednesday. Among other things, the bill would waive regulations that prevent baby formula from being imported and allow WIC recipients to use vouchers to purchase formula from any producer rather than be limited to a specific brand that may not be available. C Spire country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a super phone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to C Spire country. It's just like the rest of the country. 
only a few steps ahead. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tea time. Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. 4.38 on this Friday afternoon, rolling into the weekend, the 20th of May. Next weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Then we get into the month of June with postseason baseball. Who's going to be a part of postseason baseball? We know that Southern Miss is likely... As a host, talked about it earlier, they won Conference USA's regular season title last night with their 9-4 win over Middle Tennessee in Murfreesboro, and now they will try to add to that resume over the next couple of days. We know that Mississippi State is not going to be a part of the postseason, and now we've got Ole Miss, a team that's kind of hanging in the balance. They are 13-15 and in the SEC. Really feels like they need at least a win this weekend and then probably a win on Tuesday to solidify a spot in the NCAA tournament. Or some combination of a couple of wins. Two this weekend, maybe they lose on Tuesday. You want to feel really, really good? You win a game or two this weekend, you win a game or two in Hoover, and then you're in. So going back to the conversation from earlier, we kind of laid out the scenario of what happened last night. I didn't think there was anything egregious. If you've watched baseball for any length of time, at pretty much any level, that situation kind of played out how you would expect. One team's down, they're a little frustrated, another team hits a home run, they let you know about it, you respond back. Not so much in high school and college baseball, but in the big leagues that means the next guy that comes to the plate or somebody soon is going to get plunked. So John Gaddis takes it upon himself to throw at Texas A&M's Austin Boast. He didn't hit him. He threw behind him. I thought he hit him. Whatever. And so Gaddis is ejected, and he's now out for the next four games. And in arguably the most important game of the season, Mike Bianco is going to be watching from the coach's lounge in the clubhouse. Can't be in the dugout. Can't be on the field. Can't coach his team tonight. There have been varying reactions online and beyond online. I mean, like in talking to people, conversations in and around Oxford within the Ole Miss community, 
as to how you feel about what happened last night. There, and, and, and really, there are only two reactions. There's either, I love that that guy stood up and said, you're not going to talk to us that way, and he threw it a guy. That's baseball, and baseball kind of handles itself. That's number one. Number two is, that was really stupid. John Gaddis took himself out of the next four games, and Mike Bianco can't coach in the biggest game of the season. And he's the guy that calls pitches. What do you guys think? Was this a muchismo, bravado, John Gaddis did the right thing by standing up for his guys, or was this really dumb? There, there are ways to stand up for your guys that don't get your coach ejected in Game 2 of the most pivotal series of the season. I, I've never understood that part of baseball anyway. If you don't like how somebody acts when they hit a home run off of you, there's a very simple way to get them to not do that. Don't leave a fastball out over the heart of the plate. Don't give up a home run. If, you, if you're not going to like how somebody acts when they hit a home run off of you, don't give up a home run. To the victor go the spoils. That's, that's something that I'll never understand about baseball. If your feelings get hurt, you shouldn't throw at somebody and put yourself at an even bigger disadvantage because what did he? what was gained by doing that? Oh, he sent a message. What message? That, that I can get to you when I when I act up just a little bit? When I hit a home run around the bases, I say something to you guys and you're going to give me a free base next time up? What, what was gained by doing that that counterbalances losing your primary pitch caller and your coach in a very important reliever for four games, your coach for one, when this weekend you have to at least get one to save your postseason life? What did you gain? Nothing. It's a waste. It's a, it's a bad decision. And I know some fans aren't going to like that. It's a bad decision. It's a waste. Now your primary pitch caller is not coaching tonight. And on Tuesday at Hoover, when you probably have to go win a game, you don't have a guy that's a really effective reliever for you. Was that worth it? No. Okay. Hey, Dan? Yeah, yeah you can't help but think that the emotions got the better of him because Borky's absolutely right. There's no... There was nothing gained from this. You know, you didn't send a message or anything like that. All you did was lose the game, and now you've lost your coach and you've lost a key player. Um, so, yeah, I can't – I don't see the positive. This isn't Major League Baseball where, you know, we're in the middle of – you know, we're in game 60 of 162. If you miss a game, it's not that big a deal. This is crunch time. You need to be – you need your best guys out there on the field. Just just not just not a smart decision there. But I, I think it was Mike in Oxford who asked, like, do you think any chance Bianco called this – what? No. No. No chance that Bianco no would have called this. Mike Absolutely not. Called that. Absolutely no. not. Especially after both dugouts had been warned. So here's the thing. Coaches know the rules. Mike Bianco knows when his guy gets run that he's out of there too and he's not coaching tomorrow. Mike Bianco knows that when his guy gets run that he's now out the next four days. You know who I would bet you every penny that I have in my bank account, which despite Hey Dad's joke, is not that much, had no idea that if he threw at a guy and got ejected that he was out for the next four games and his coach couldn't coach tomorrow? You know who didn't know that? The guy who threw the pitch. The guy who threw the pitch. John Gaddis had no idea. Yeah, he wouldn't have done it. Would he have done it? I don't think so. Not putting thoughts into a a young man's head. But I have a feeling if he'd have known what the consequences would have been. It wasn't, I mean... and in the ninth inning, no less. It's it's not even 
knowing that he was going to be he himself would be suspended. If he had known that he's going to get his coach suspended and did that, man, that's mm-hmm. a that's that's a hanging offense in my opinion. It's a bad rule. No way. By the way, know. that's a bad rule. That's a bad rule. Somebody says maybe it's got to be like targeting, should've... right? Yeah, I, I look, man. I think you're looking for a reason to be mad at Mike Bianco if your if your thought is maybe Bianco should have warned Gaddis not to do that. No, you have to trust your players. The umpire just warned both dugouts. If you throw at the next guy, you're gone. And oh, by the way, if you're going to throw at somebody, hit them. Don't miss. Now, that's kind of immaterial in all of this. But if you're going to throw at somebody, hit them. Yeah, you ought to at least get your money's worth. Uh, let's go. C Spire text line. A&M is just good enough to win these ball games against teams that aren't as good as they are. Now they just have to win yet another series against a team they are better than with some key pieces missing. Last night, in its entirety, was a death sentence for the Rebels. Uh, no, it wasn't. Would not go that far. I mean, no, it wasn't. That's a bit far. Hunter Elliott went to Baton Rouge last weekend on a Saturday and shut down LSU for almost seven innings. I mean, they've got a great chance to win again tonight, even without Mike Bianco. Uh, it's kind of crazy, right? They go down seven nothing. Delusha got shelled, but they played themselves back into that game. Going into the top of the ninth, it was a ball game. So Delucia got shelled in the first. He goes fly out, line drive single, two-run home run, crushed double, ground out, crushed RBI single, crushed double, ground out. Three runs on five hits for A&M in the top of the first. And then the second inning was a different story. Delucia had not walked more than two batters in any start this year. He walked four in the second inning. Walk, strike out, fly out, walk, walk. Two errors on the same play, leading to two runs. Walk on a pitch where he got, or, oh, uh, the, yeah, wherever it happened. I think it was, it doesn't matter. I'm not doing that he got squeezed by the umpire thing. And then there was another two-run single that was mixed in there as well. Uh, some other thoughts on here. Dumb move. It's not like they're going anywhere anyway. Uh, most guys that have played SEC baseball understand what happened and are okay with it. Um. I, for the most part, agree with that. I've talked with some former players today, guys that have played at the big, uh, both at the big league level and just at the college level. It, it, it's funny that the perspective is different, though. One of you mentioned a second ago, if it's big league baseball, I think it was you, hey, Dad, you know, and it's game 60 at 162, fine, if you get suspended three games, no big deal. And I agree. Plus, those guys are getting paid, right? That's their job. They, they are professionally, they're protecting their coworkers, not just their teammates. Um, had a couple of people in and around the game that said, look, the penalty is just too harsh in college. You can't do it. You absolutely cannot do it. And then I talked to some former college players that like, you know what, I like the guy standing up for his team. So a lot of different, um, a lot of different scenarios there. Yeah, I get it, and it's a baseball thing. I didn't play baseball at a high level, and so it's different when the emotions are involved. And just showing somebody that they got to you does not make sense to me. And it's a baseball thing, and that that's fine. It just it, that that is 
showing A&M that they got to you, all they have to do is just poke you a little bit more. You know, here's the other thing. None of this happened, thankfully. But you have the potential for an unintended consequence, right? If you intentionally throw at somebody and you connect, you have to be ready to fight. Well, that opens up a whole other can. You you can't do what John Gaddis did in the game. If you are not ready to fight, if it comes to it, and if both teams fight, woo-wee, have you got a problem now. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. A disabled vehicle in the center lane at I-20 and State Street has traffic backed up 55 southbound from Old Brandon Road and I-20 to Highway 49. Expect major delays in that area. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. What do we want? Where are we going to get it? That's right. Come get more spring savings now at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We're giving you more savings, more selection, and more affordable payments every single day, period. Right now, pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. That's only $249 per month. And with gas prices being so high, the Mirage's 40 MPGs will keep more cash in your pocket. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Think you can't get approved? Think again. Our credit specialists are standing by to get you approved today. Because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. And we'll give you more for your trade, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come in today for more spring savings at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, when nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today. Or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi Mirage 10% down to 1.9% for 72 months. Again, for the tail for credit. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. As a former prosecutor and now as your congressman, I'm very concerned about the crisis of illegal immigration and drugs coming across America's southern border. I'm Michael Guest. I've gone to the border several times this year to meet law enforcement officers who are working hard to protect us. They deserve our support. You have my commitment to always fight for stronger border security to make our communities a safer place to live, worship, and raise a family. I'm Michael Guest and I approve this message. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. 
Hey, sports fans, MDOT wants to ensure you get to your game day destination safely. So before you hit the road to watch your favorite team, be sure to download the MDOT Traffic app. The MDOT Traffic app is free for both Apple and Android devices. And remember to drive smart on the way to the game. That means buckling up, obeying the speed limit, and avoiding distracted driving, especially when traveling through work zones. For more info, follow at Mississippi DOT on Facebook and Twitter. Join Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. I can't believe what I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Game one final in Lexington. Kentucky beats Auburn 5 to 1. And they are now 11 and 17 in Southeastern Conference play. So Mississippi State can now officially not catch Kentucky. You do have Alabama at 10 and 17. I haven't done the math, hey dad, on winning percentage. State so, could catch Kentucky, couldn't they? If they won the next two and Kentucky lost the next two, they'd have the same record. State would have won the series with Tennessee to make them even there, and then it would just depend on who wins the West. You're right. That is 100% right, because both in that scenario, both Mississippi but State and Kentucky but would have we're two talking about Tennessee. I, I understand. Yeah, but mathematically, yes, yeah. yes, it's a possibility. Yeah. And it gets yes. weird with Alabama because they played one fewer game because that third game was right, right. out last weekend with Auburn. Right, correct. Um, so your SEC standings right now, Tennessee's clinched everything. They're 23-5. and five. And then in the east, Florida, Georgia, and Vanderbilt are all 14-14. and 14. South Carolina is 12-16. and 16. Kentucky 11-17. and 17. Missouri 9-19. and 19. Tied for the Western Division lead, Arkansas and A&M both at 18-10. and 10. Auburn is now 15-12, and 12, one game ahead of LSU in the loss column. LSU 15 and 13, okay. almost 13 and 15, Alabama 10 and 17, Mississippi State 9 and 19. What about LSU last night just going to Vanderbilt and smashing them after they're getting swept by Ole Miss? Yeah. Just a, that's a, just a weird team. What is, um, how does 
Ole Miss respond to last night? By the way, camouflage hats are gone. <laughs> they well, wore, them, wore them until they lost, and then they changed the lids. Uh, they need to respond with something. I mean, I would imagine Hunter Elliott gives them their best chance at winning, uh, especially against this Texas A&M team. The, the thing is, now with this loss, obviously, here, breaking news more at 11, their margin for error got smaller. There's your take of the day right there. But it did. I mean, it makes their magic number now. They've got to get one of the next two. Their RPI is still 40 right now. Um, I mean, if you can manage to win both, then then you're smooth sailing. But you got to get one of these next two and likely can't get bounced in the morning in, in Hoover on Tuesday. It's it's tight, and it's I think it's kind of clear for them. Yeah, I, I guess I meant more from a, like an emotional, mental, whatever. Well, you, you can't. Do they feed off of last night of the, you know, our guy threw at somebody and the coach got ejected and we're mad and playing with the chip and, like, you, you spur that on. Does Texas A&M do that? See, that's now, the thing. I mean, didn't didn't you provide them ammunition to also come out hot today? Yeah, but isn't that the thing about, like, whatever makes you tick? I mean, maybe you inspired the same thing in them, but... Do you have, like, the win one for the Gipper? Coach in here, go play hard for him, get a little extra edge. Or is Jim Leland the guy that we should all be listening to when he says that momentum is only as good as the next day's starting pitcher? I mean, they learned that the hard way last night, right? Don't get me wrong, I'm not calling DeLucia bad, but he had a bad night. Ole Miss is riding this winning streak, they're hot, everything's good, and then top second at 7 nothing. Yeah. How about Hayden Dunhurst at the plate last night? Where'd that come from? Going into last night's game, Dunhurst was hitting 229-227 in SEC play. Three-run double, rocket single, walk, and another rocket single up the middle. Probably didn't see that coming out of the nine hole. And Justin Bench had a couple of hits and was on base four times in the leadoff spot. Problem was, Gonzalez went 0 for 4 with a walk in the two hole. Elko went 0 for 4 with a walk in the three hole. Kevin Graham went 1 for 5 with a ninth inning inconsequential single. And Kemp Alderman was 0 for 2 with two or 0 for 3 with two walks. And if you want to add to it, the um, six hole in the lineup, which was Leatherwood, Van Cleve, and Calvin Harris went 0 for 5. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 can't have that kind of production if you want to win. Ever. So that sets the uh, that sets the stage for Game Three tonight between Texas A&M and Ole Miss. And, and look, we spent a lot of time this week talking about Ole Miss with a lot to play for. Texas A&M got a ton to play for too. They're 18 and 10 in the SEC, in line to host, maybe be a national seed, and possibly win the SEC West over Arkansas because of a tiebreaker in year one for Jim Schlossnagel in College Station. College football fix, that's coming up when we come back. Then it's a Food Friday. We'll chat with Brad Henderson and uh, have some more thoughts with you when we come back for the 5 o'clock hour on the Friday edition of Sports Talk Mississippi.
listening to WFMN for Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your street professionals at Bill Street this is a Fox News alert. I'm Rich Dennison. A federal judge in Louisiana today ruling the Biden administration cannot move forward with plans to lift a pandemic health policy restricting asylum seekers from entering the country known as Title 42. If he repeals Title 42, you're talking about as many people coming in in the in this first term of the Biden administration, more people coming here illegally that we apprehend than live in New York City. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, the policy was set to be lifted next week. A post-census survey finds under and over counts in 14 states significant enough that analysts say it could impact states' congressional districts. Florida and Texas were undercounted, as were Arkansas, Illinois, Mississippi, and Tennessee. In the report, the census says challenges to data gathering included the pandemic, delays to field work, and migration of college kids and others. Fox's Jessica Rosen America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Numerous miscounts for the 2022 U.S. Census have been released, with significant over and under counts for 14 states, including Mississippi. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal has the story. A post-census survey found under and over counts in 14 states, significant enough to conclude it could impact states' congressional districts. Florida and Texas were undercounted, as were Arkansas, Illinois, Mississippi, and Tennessee. And many of those states have seen recent growth. The states that were overcounted were Delaware, Hawaii, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New York, Ohio, Rhode Island, and Utah. In the report, the census says challenges to data gathering included the pandemic, delays to field work, and migration of college kids and others. Some reports blame individual states for not putting enough resources toward encouraging participation in the census. Groups historically undercounted include minorities, young children, and renters. In the Magnolia State, one in 25 residents were missed during the head count, despite the state spending $400,000 to encourage Mississippi natives to fill out the census forms. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know our farmer members grow the safest and cleanest food supply in the world on 35,000 farms across the state? Our work truly does fuel the world. We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and farm bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. From Memorial Day to Labor Day, the Mississippi Lottery is about to make summer fun again. There's lots to win from Rectech pellet grills and very cool coolers to watercraft and other hot prizes. You don't have to purchase a thing, but you have to be 21 or over. 
Go to mslotteryhome.com to sign up to be a Lottery Insider and receive emails with instructions on how to enter the 2022 Summer of Fun promotion. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The Jackson Music Festival has been canceled due to unforeseen circumstances. The organizers of Jackson Fest, which was supposed to take place next weekend, wrote on Facebook that, quote, ultimately in part due to the climate of today's times, we feel like putting on Jackson Fest will present too many situations that would have the potential to do damage to not only our community, but also to our city and state. The announcement comes less than three weeks after a mass shooting took place at the Mudbug Festival, also in Jackson. Jackson Fest was set to feature headliners such as Rodney Atkins and Big Crit. And two Gulfport teens facing first-degree murder charges are finally in police custody. Police arrested 18-year-old Jamichael Naylor on Thursday evening before finding his alleged accomplice, 16-year-old Andrew Dunnigan, on Friday morning. Both teens are being charged following a Wednesday shooting at the Emerald Pines apartments that left Trevon Walker, 29 years old, dead. J.T. Mitchell, Supertalk Mississippi News. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where Blazing Fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey guys, what, what the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Thanks for being with us. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios, Pearl River Resort, the home of the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. You want to be a part of the conversation, you are welcome to join us on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Four three nine five. Time right now for the college football fix. College football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Ford F-Series trucks made for the future of America. Made for performance and capability on and off the road. F-Series is America's best-selling truck for 45 years straight. Trucks of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. You can drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. So, 
Yesterday, we talked about the fact that um, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, said that um, Nick Saban had reached out. He hadn't talked to him. And then we got a little more detail in some quotes from Coach Prime. Is it crazy that this is my favorite? These are my favorite quotes out of all of this? Because I think that he's doing nothing but speaking truth here. Nick Saban fibbed a little. Jimbo fibbed a little. I think kind of everything he says here is pretty spot on, honestly. Here is the direct quote from Deion Sanders. I haven't talked to Coach Saban. I'm sure he's tried to call. We need to talk publicly, not privately. What you said was public. That doesn't require conversation. Let's talk publicly and let everybody hear the conversation. He told Endscape this in an interview. He goes on to say, you can't do that publicly and call privately. No, no, no. I still love him. I admire him. I respect him. He's the magna cum laude of college football, and that's what it's going to be because he's earned that. But he took a left when he should have stayed right. I'm sure he'll get back on course. I ain't tripping. I don't even wear a watch, and I know what time it is. They forget I know who's been bringing the bag and dropping it off. I know this stuff. I'm not the one you want to play with when it comes to all of this stuff. Once upon a time, the bag was just a bag. Now there's a quality among the big boys. We don't have those types of bags. We don't have the boosters and donors and givers. Leave me out of that mess y'all got going on. Coach Prime. You know, I love that. He also said uh, that... He doesn't make a million dollars a year, so one of his players is definitely not making a million dollars a year for whatever it's worth. And people need to make note, by the way, once they got that player and a Barstool account tweeted about the deal that they have, it was a troll job. So I've seen so many people cite, oh, Barstool admitted that they signed this kid for this amount of money. It was a troll job. They still talk about how funny it was, how many people aggregated a account called Pardon My Takes Memes. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I am, I, there is no doubt in my mind that he got something, for sure. I'm not saying that. I'm not naive. But when people are citing the deal with Barstool as they publicly admitted it, no, they were just trolling people to get aggregated to... Make fun of them later. That's the, what that is all about. Anyway. In, the, in the Endscape interview, Deion Sanders confirmed that Hunter had two current NIL deals and they were negotiating two more for a total of about $250,000. Sure. Which is a little more plausible than a million, I guess. I think so. But but anyway, I, I think a million's plausible. But I, it, I don't know that it happened. But I think it's plausible. I mean, that. if it was two hundred fifty thousand a year for four years, that's a million. Yeah, I don't. Know. I do like this though. He said in a separate setting that he will talk to Nick Saban, but only if the conversation is made public. So whether it's recorded via podcast or whatever, that if he and I talk about this, all of you get to hear it. Love that. I know where we should. I know where that conversation should take place. I know where it should. I know exactly. Too. Where it should happen. I guarantee you Richard it's not Cross, happen. mediator. Mediator. He will. We will bring them together. I love this, though. I mean, it, it, 
this is the right way to do it, right? I love Nick Saban. I respect Nick Saban. Also, I know where hey, your I bodies are buried. I can so make don't that test me. Idea be even better. I'm listening. Yeah. I think our friends at Pearl River Resort would be more than happy to host that event. <laughs> sell tickets for it. It'd be great. Well, yeah. I mean, sell tickets or don't. Did Dan we, Mullen just show up? We can find a space. There? Yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, I like this from Coach Prime. It's how it's I do. done. I, I like it. Respectful I like it. but honest. I, I respect you a lot. You're the GOAT. But I know where bodies are buried. So don't drag me into this again. That's Love that's it. the uh, what do you think that's Deion the Sanders? nicer way of saying keep my keep my wife's name out of your bleeping mouth is is what he just did. That's the nicer way of handling it. Um, do um, Deion Sanders just go to Florida State out of the like his love for the campus? Not that it matters. I doubt it. Well, he was there with Bobby Bowden, who you learn how to do things right under. And mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Steve Spurrier would like a word. Yeah, I bet he would. I bet I bet Spurrier's eye twitched involuntarily when he heard Jimbo say that. Dead yeah. coming, what did he say? Yeah. Um What a couple of days we've had in the college football world. Hey, Dad, uh, that's your college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. I know you don't really want to talk about it, but you missed when we discussed in great detail Mississippi State, Tennessee in the first hour of the show. we got three minutes yeah. until the break. The floor is yours. This is what I said on the podcast. Let me bring it here. I hate the word unacceptable. I hate it because unacceptable to me there should be a consequence, right? If I come on this show and just start dropping F-bombs, that's unacceptable and I'll lose my job. There's a consequence for my action. So you can't really say last night's loss was unacceptable because ain't nobody getting fired over what happened last night. Or we even, What happens this weekend? The next two games could be 25 nothing. It doesn't matter. Lamonis and staff back next year if they want to be. But at the same time, you can't lose game... Richard, we, we, we cover enough baseball. State didn't beat a SWAC team that badly this year, and neither did Ole Miss, I don't think. 27-2 is not a, a baseball score that should ever happen between any two SEC teams. That's one of the lowest points in Mississippi State baseball history. The, the fact that it came a year after a national championship is it's absolutely mind-boggling to me. And Lamonis, I've said it many times, Lamonis is a smart guy. He doesn't need me to tell him any of this. But, man, in, in a month and a half or so, we better know some of these new names that are playing for Mississippi State baseball. Don't come to me and say, oh, we're just going to build on what we got. You're going to have to get in the portal deep. Two or three position players, three or four pitchers, a couple starters, a couple of relievers. you got to find these guys. And they've got, I'm not saying they all have to be R.J. Yeager. But they got to be pretty good. They got to be able to play at an SEC level. It's going to be tough, but he's got to do it. They didn't have any choice because what happened last night. I'm not going to again. It's not. I can't say unacceptable because it may very well happen in a couple hours. But that can't become the new normal at Mississippi State. Not for baseball. Not at all. 
No, I mean, of course it can't become the new normal. What, um... You didn't hesitate to talk about this. Chris Lamonis won a national championship as the head coach at Mississippi State this year. I asked Borky earlier today, I don't think it was on the air, I think it was in a commercial break. Is there any other result from last season that has basically everybody dismissing this season as, well, it doesn't matter because you won a national championship, but you can't keep doing this. Is there any other result to last season that would have that as the conversation? I think, you know, even if he had just made it to Omaha, people would be like, look, this is a weird blip. You, know, okay. you lost Tanner Allen. You, I, I, I don't think, I, I don't think there was anything that could have happened. I mean, yeah, if he had been bad last season, but he wasn't, and hasn't been, hasn't been his entire career. You know, two, two full seasons, two College World Series appearances, and a national title. I mean, you, yeah. can't, you can't argue against that. No, you can't. And and he deserves all the wiggle room in the world. But your point is, it has to get better next year, and it has to get better fast, right? Yeah, absolutely. Sports Talk Mississippi. That's your college football fix, plus a little baseball talk. We'll take a timeout. You know what's coming up next. It's a Food Friday! From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. That disabled vehicle has been removed from the roadway. Still expect congestion and slow-moving traffic on I-20 westbound from Highway 49 leading up to Interstate 55 southbound. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. When I got hurt on the field, I thought I was done playing sports. That all changed after my visit to Mississippi Sports Medicine. My super surgeon drew up the perfect game plan. It was my recovery and their game plan that proved the game-winning combination. 20 physicians, seven subspecialties, one focus. You, Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. 
Francisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. The Mississippi Braves welcome the Biloxi Shuckers to Trustmark Park May 17th through 22nd. Join us for Bark in the Park, presented by Hollywood Feed on Tuesday. First Responders Wednesday and Truck Works Thursday, Thursday, and Military Day. On Friday, May 20th, the first 1,000 fans get a 2021 AA South Championship hat, presented by William Carey University. We close the homestand with Saturday Fireworks, presented by North Park, and Raising Cane Sunday Family Fun Day. For tickets, MississippiBraves.com. Why trust Coleman Taylor Transmissions to repair your transmission? We are dedicated at doing only transmission repair. Okay, so we have a lot of people that call, do you do engine work, do you do general repair? And we're like, no. They're like, golly, y'all have treated me so well. I'd love it if you did well. The fact of the matter is the reason we can treat people so well at this one thing is because that's all we do. You know, the old adage goes, do one thing and do it well. We kind of want to stick to that. Call Coleman Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Don't hurt yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Quick peek at the PGA Championship leaderboard. Will Zalatoris, your leader on the course, four under on his round, eight under through the championship. Justin Thomas, three under today. He is six under. He has fired a pair of 67s over the first two days. Terrell Hatton is four under. Rory McIlroy has dropped a shot today. He is plus one through 13, four under for the tournament, four shots off the lead. I'm going to have to scroll for a while to find Tiger Woods. Uh, he, he birdied to get to three over, which was one inside the cut line, proceeded to double the next hole. So he's he's down around five. I haven't seen him come up in a while. Uh, currently plus four. He made a birdie on 13. Okay, so four is still the cut line, I think, right? Yeah, started on, uh, started on the front, went out in 35. Uh, birdie on 10, double bogey on 11, birdie on 13. So he is currently even on the back and have to pick up a shot. Yeah, let's see. Projected cut line. I don't think they got the projected line on what I'm looking at right now. So, um, so yeah, that's what's happened at Southern Hills in uh, Tulsa at the PGA Championship. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you on this Friday afternoon, just after 520, which means it is time for a Food Friday presented by Polk's Meat. You can find them online at polksmeat.com. I've told you before, that's the website, but that's just for fun. For real? For serious? For where it matters? You can find Polk's Meat in your local grocery store's meat department. And if you can't, find the meat manager and tell him it's time to remedy this situation because picky people pick Polk's. And we need Polk's in this grocery store. Whether it's the original smoked sausage, the Cajun smoked sausage, I don't know if you care or not, but that's my favorite, or the garlic and green onion, or maybe the ham steaks, or whatever it is from Polk, it is all fantastic. Uh, dogs going on the grill tomorrow early. So because of the forecast, Francis's birthday party has had to be moved up a day. 
and I was uh, asked slash informed that I would be needing to cook hot dogs for uh, for little people. So going to put a bunch of dogs on the grill for the uh, for the little people. That's how the weekend is going to begin. Beyond that, I'm uh, we have to kind of wait and see how the weather operates on Sunday. Sunday night grilling has kind of become my favorite thing. So that menu to be determined. Hey, Dad, you will be in Starkville this weekend. Will. Will you be cranking up your grill? I will. I will. I'm very excited. Will you be smoking that lasagna this weekend? No, God. I had lasagna last weekend. uh, Seven days apart. So... It's, it's true. But I'm cooking on Saturday. Um, so this is two weeks in a row I've had like a little serendipity. I've had something on my brain like, I wouldn't mind cooking that. And I found that week somebody released a video on YouTube detailing how to cook it. I was like, okay. So the, I, I was going to do it. I went to Kroger a, a couple weeks ago and I noticed they were starting to get... Are you okay there? I sorry. I just saw a I just saw a home run in batting practice bounce off the face of the video board. It just kind of grabbed a long my way. attention. Yes, I'm sorry. Grabbed Go your ahead. attention there. So they they started selling pork belly at uh, at my my local Kroger. Oh, okay. And uh, so I grabbed one today. Grabbed one today. About a five pounder. We're not going to do burn ins though. I'm just gonna I'm gonna cut it in half mm-hmm. and smoke the or smoke the uh, the two halves and sort of build up a bark on them, sort of a Texas style pork belly okay. and. Uh, Gonna do that. So, uh, some so broccoli. Okay, I might do the. So, hold on. So, so when it comes off, yeah. Like, like when you've done pork belly in the yeah, when you've done pork belly in the past, like you've made it into bites, more like an cubes. appetizer type. Yeah, cubes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will you yeah, do this will be this sliced. Way or, okay, so you'll slice it. Okay. Yeah, it'll it'll be like a thick slice of bacon. Mm. You gonna sear the um, uh, fat cap first? No, I'm gonna let it smoke and build up the bark. Okay. And a little it'll render out. There's not a whole ton of fat cap on this. It's not a. I don't have all the skin on there, so it's 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 kind of trimmed as it is. Okay. I'm gonna do some broccoli, which I might also throw on the grill. I don't know. Not mad at um, you for that. So, and then just the other day, I was talking. I think with Robbie Falk, we were talking about Southern food, and he mentioned rice and gravy, and I was like, man, I haven't had rice and gravy in a long time. So I got some rice. I'm gonna make a gravy. I got some rice and gravy. I mean, I don't have anything What's against rice. I don't have anything against rice and gravy, but that sounds more like a January meal than a uh, than a mid May rice. Rice and, and gravy is always good, man. Yeah, make a make the rice, make some gravy, mix them together. Life yeah, is good. Y- yes, I I understand the concept behind rice and gravy. Thank you for the explanation there. Uh, I wasn't sure that you did. To be totally reg- honest, regular broccoli, uh, broccoli or broccolini. Regular broccoli. I didn't go fancy for this. I like broccolini. broccolini is 20 times better than broccoli, by the way. Why did we as a society settle on broccoli being the more popular thing? Why is broccolini not the mass-produced in everything? I don't get it. I ask that all the time about chocolate chip cookie dough. Like, who decided to bake it? It was perfect as it was. <laughs> yeah, know. but but gooey in the middle out of the oven is... It's good. Are, are slicing-based cookies the most, the best mass-produced dessert that exists? The break and bakes. Well, that's I mean, a good it, one. Either yeah. that or the rolls. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm not talking about like. Oh, I don't you mind. Okay, slice and bake. I see what you're saying. So, yeah, that would, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chocolate chip yeah, cookie out of the roll. comes in a roll. Yes, 
Because you can also eat the chocolate chip cookie dough if, yeah. you, if you choose. Yeah. Uh, what is the plan, Borky? I uh, have not made a plan yet. However, uh, why has nobody told no me plan. to smoke ribeye? I, I don't think I can eat a ribeye any other way ever again. How long did it take? So, it was about an hour and a half to get to 120 internal. I, I, I smoked it really slow. Did you did you sear it first at the end. and then smoke it? I, I reverse okay. seared it at the end. Yeah. Okay. And the, the only uh, did, regret did, I had. Did you do the Malcolm Reed, the uh, the bacon tallow butter that he was showing no, off last I, week? No, I didn't do that. Should have done that. Um, the only regret I have is I didn't re-season it after the smoke. Uh, that, that's the only thing that I'll do differently next time. But I, I made a compound butter with herbs, and it was just not the not the gallo herbs. Uh, basil and, and stuff like that. Rosemary. Marijuana. I mean, it, I, I can't eat ribeye another way ever again. It was the best steak I've it's ever had, choice. and I made it. I don't understand what I've been waiting for. It took me an hour like and a half. It. I smoked it at like 2.15. It was hard hmm. to keep temperature. I was out of charcoal, so I had to really kind of work the, the gauges to, to keep it lit. But it was like 2.15, 2.20, hour and a half or so. And then seared it off 90 seconds either side, topped it off with some compound butter, and it changed my life forever. That's good stuff. Have you ever done that? Hey, dude. You ever smoked a ribeye? A smoked a steak, period? Never smoked a steak. Nah. I mean, is there have. any reason to think that you could do that with a with a fillet or a strip or whatever else? I don't know about a fillet. Like that mean, I don't know if that would be. I don't know if a fillet so and a slow cook. Yeah, I'd be worried about that. But a, but a strip or a ribeye, yeah, for sure. A porterhouse, yeah, absolutely. T-bone. Yeah, 100%. Hmm. So, Borky, are you crowdsourcing for ideas? Yeah, I'm just going to kind of see if anybody inspires me. Also, I mean, I'll go to the store at some point, probably tomorrow morning, and just decide. Holy cow. Do you guys see this? I want to give a... Uh... Hold on. Oh, my goodness. We got... That's a a lot bunch of, of shrimp on skewers, and then are those baby fillets or are those like jalapeno poppers? Like those are jalapeno stuff. poppers. He said they're stuffed with chorizo. Wow, looks fantastic. I'm talking. My man has got. Uh, let's say this is like a um, about a 30 inch grill grate, and he's got what 15 skewers of bacon uh, of shrimp. It's not bacon wrapped, is it? It is bacon, yeah, bacon-wrapped shrimp that's on the grill. And then he's got bacon-wrapped jalapeno poppers. I don't know if those are venison or what, but goodness gracious, that looks good. That's look good. Here's another one where we've got a couple of pork tenderloins, and it looks like some poppers, uh, yeah. and I'll, asparagus I'll on the grill. poppers. Love it. Yeah. i got to give a shout-out to Malcolm Reed, by the way, real quick. Well, he had a video of my favorite college beverage, the famous bullfrog. You've never had it? Be careful with it. It can, it'll get you. But I watched that video, and there was so much nostalgia. So thanks, Malcolm, if you're listening. That's Brandon in Oxford that uh, that sent us that picture of the grill top. That is spectacular. Well, you, need to, you need to leave the booth. Need to leave the booth, Richard, and go find his house. Yeah, well, if that happened to be on a grill out beyond the left field wall for somebody that was listening, I think I would head there post haste. Uh, Ray in Long Beach says, "Have you guys tried a steak in the air fryer? That is his new fave. I can't do it out of principle. I've heard it's great. 
I, I have heard the same. And and I'm I've sorry. One, I, I this is Ray, you're just gonna have to forgive me. You can say I'm uppity, you can say I'm a snob, you can say you don't knock it till you try it, but I'm not gonna die, I'm not gonna do it that way. Somebody else prepares it that way, I guess I would eat it. But yeah, that, but he'll make somebody smoke a lasagna though. Yeah, well, I I think that's a reasonable uh request. I, I just I can't go steak in an air fryer. That's a food Friday presented by Polks and Polksmeat.com. When you go to the grocery store, be sure to check out in the meat department that blue and yellow packaging from Polks because picky people pick Polks. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 94. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 70. Your Saturday brings a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And for your Sunday, a 40% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 85. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the Ford trucks of the future for everyone. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 45 years straight. Made for performance and capability on and off-road. Because the trucks of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford F-Series, drive one today. Based on 1977 to 2021 calendar year total sales. Mississippi Forestry Association is pleased to offer in-person teachers conservation workshops this June and July. These hands-on conservation workshops feature field trips to sawmills, tree farms, and other natural resource sites and prepare educators to use the award-winning Project Learning Tree curriculum in their classrooms. Workshops are held in North, Central, and South Mississippi and offer CEU credits for Mississippi educators. For more information or to register, go to msforestry.net forward slash TCW. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Have you noticed that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need. Tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. It's Liz Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 
numerous miscounts for the 2022 U.S. Census have been released, with significant over and under counts for 14 states, including Mississippi. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal has the story. A post-census survey found under and over counts in 14 states, significant enough to conclude it could impact states' congressional districts. Florida and Texas were undercounted, as were Arkansas, Illinois, Mississippi, and Tennessee. And many of those states have seen recent growth. The states that were overcounted were Delaware, Hawaii, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New York, Ohio, Rhode Island, and Utah. In the report, the census says challenges to data gathering included the pandemic, delays to field work, and migration of college kids and others. Some reports blame individual states for not putting enough resources toward encouraging participation in the census. Groups historically undercounted include minorities, young children, and renters. In the Magnolia State, one in 25 residents were missed during the head count, despite the state spending $400,000 to encourage Mississippi natives to fill out the census. Forms. This is Jake Mangum, all-time hits leader in the SEC. Two of the best decisions I've ever made were Mississippi State and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Both teams have supported me through thick and thin. Even though my college playing days are over, I'm excited to be a part of the Farm Bureau team. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou Friends Jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's Old Time Chili Recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo. Every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. Gorgeous Friday afternoon. I'm at the ballpark at Swayze where Ole Miss and Texas A&M are getting ready for game two. Wind blowing out. And there were some mammoth shots that were and are being hit during uh, BP today. Brad Henderson joins us right now, color analyst on the Ole Miss Radio Network alongside David Kellum. And uh, it's been great. By the way, thank you for doing this all season long. It's been fun to visit with you each week before uh, uh, before the games, You know, whether it's before game one or, in this case, before game two. Appreciate you doing it. Yeah, it's been, been a lot of fun. And any time we can talk about Ole Miss baseball and keep it on the forefront, uh, I certainly enjoy doing it. And it doesn't hurt that we're paying you the big bucks, right? <laughs> Check's in the mail, by the way. Okay, I'm waiting. Check check is in the mail. So, uh, last night was kind of weird. I'm just going to give you the floor and, and see where you go with last night. It was kind of – it was a strange baseball game. Yeah, it was. And, and you know, I would said in the pregame about – 
Uh, this team really grinds out at bats, and they hit mistakes. Uh, and Dylan made some, and, and and they got to him, and got to him early, got to him often, and then I think it got in his head a little bit. He ended up with four walks, and you know we got punched in the mouth, and a 7-0 lead on a game one in the in the SEC is 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 just too much deficit to uh, to try and come back from. But uh, you know we showed a little fight and got it back to a two-run game, and then obviously they're late. They scored one in the eighth and, and two in the ninth to put it away. But, uh, yeah, we hadn't seen that from Dylan. That, that was kind of odd. And I didn't think we played sound baseball either. Some mental errors. And, obviously, we dropped the ball in right field. It cost us a couple runs and uh, base running mistake. And, you know, things we haven't done in the last two well, weeks when we've been so good. And, and I was going to ask you that. I mean, so over the course of the seven games, at least the theme that we've had as we've talked about this Ole Miss team is they played well. They played well in three games against Missouri. They played well, played clean against against Southern Miss, and then obviously last weekend in Baton Rouge. Last night looked a little more like the Ole Miss team that we saw earlier in the year that was struggling and lost four straight series than it has the team that has kind of jumped out there for the first, last two weeks. Yeah, we were rattled. I think we were rattled, and we haven't seen that really in the past three weeks, uh, even going back to, to Fayetteville. Uh, we played extremely well that weekend as well. But, you know, I think, I think when they jumped out so quickly and how they did it, um, we, we just didn't respond well. And, uh, you know, it happens. It, it was game one. It's just one game. Uh, two more huge ones left, obviously, starting with tonight. But uh, you hope we flush it and and get a good uh, outing from Hunter and, and swing it better than we did last night. So a 10-5 to 5 final score, I mean, that's just kind of a, you know, whatever baseball game. But what everybody is talking about today is what happened in the top of the ninth inning. Um, John Gaddis gives up back-to-back home runs. You have some chirping back and forth. Then he throws at a batter, ends up getting ejected. Mike Bianco gets ejected. Gaddis is out the next four games. Excuse me, Mike Bianco is out for, for this game tonight. What, what was your take on that entire sequence in the top of the ninth inning? Well, as a former player, uh, I, I really enjoyed seeing our emotion, you know, because it mattered. Uh, it, it got to the players. Uh, I know Elko at one point said something to uh, to the first guy that hit the home run, Dylan Rock, uh, and, and then something really set Peyton off. And uh, I, I was glad to see the emotion. Now, obviously, you, you don't want to see players being thrown out or teams needing to be warned, but I, I was glad to see it as a former player. Now, if you go to the coach side, uh, you would like cooler heads to have prevailed, but they didn't, uh, and it's going to cost us Coach B tonight. But uh, obviously, uh, it, you know, he, he and Laugh and, and Clem have, have talked about the game plan, and they'll stick with it, and, uh, it, and we'll see how it works out. What kind of an effect can a moment like that have? Borky and I were talking about that earlier in the show, and, and Haydad as well where you go, well, okay, is this a spark for Ole Miss? But Ole Miss was the team that, that threw at A&M. Is it potentially a spark for Texas A&M, who won the first game and has got some momentum? How, how does that play out, or is it is it Jim Leland with, with the, the, uh, the momentum is only as good as your next day starting pitcher? Well, and, and there's a lot of truth in that. It's going to depend on, on Hunter Elliott and how effective he is, but – you know, as, a, as an Ole Miss homer and an Ole Miss rebel, I, I think it certainly sparks us. Uh, I, I think there's an added fire now uh, and edge that we'll have coming into this game. Now, obviously, 
Texas A and M in that in that clubhouse is going to have that same conversation of of let let's go get them rah rah. But uh, again, I was glad to see it. You know, we we've got a team, and I've said this earlier on. I think we had a conversation about midway when we were scuffling through the conference season about. You know, the perception I've had is we've got a super group of guys, but we needed one or two that that had a little fight in them. And, yeah. and I think it came out last night. And uh, you just hope they, they can channel that uh, into at-bats and, and into defense and, and obviously on the mound as well and channel that, uh, you know, into a win. So Hunter Elliott has been really good over the last three or four starts. Uh, and on the year, he's – He's three and three. He's got an ERA below four. Or I'm sorry, below three. In fact, he's got the exact same ERA in SEC play and, and overall. For Texas A&M, Wyatt Tucker gets the start tonight. It's his second start of the season. What do we need to know about the pitching matchup? Well, I mean, Wyatt Tucker's only, like you said, he's only pitched 15 and a third innings on this, the whole year. They started him last weekend. He got hit around a little bit. Uh, but I think they're scuffling, you know, in that – and we talked about it yesterday, uh, you know, that game two and game three, they're still searching. And uh, all the, the word I've gotten is is Detmer's really good and, and he may get you in game one, but you got a real shot if you can if you can swing it and pitch it well in game two and three uh, to beat this team. Now, the past six weekends, that hasn't happened. They've won six weekends in a row, trying to make it seven this weekend. But, you know, if you're running a guy out there in the 10th conference weekend who's only got 15 and a third innings, you're still searching. And uh, so you'd like to see Ole Miss uh, attack him. The numbers are just okay. He's got a 4-6 ERA. Uh, he's a right-hander. He's He run it up there 94-95, but he's going to sit 90-93, uh, you know, with a slider and a changeup. So nothing we haven't seen before. Um, and, and then for Hunter, he's just got to continue to, to be who he's been really the last two weekends as he's gotten SEC Freshman Pitcher of the Week or Co-Pitcher of the Week. And, you know, what, what he doesn't need to do is realize the importance of this game and try and do more than what he's been doing. You know, keep us in it early. Hopefully, offensively, we can get him a lead, and then he can settle in, and uh, and we'll see how it turns out. But he's been phenomenal. He's going to be a special pitcher. Is already starting to mold into one right now in his freshman season. But uh, Rebel fans should enjoy this for at least the next two. You know, there's not a Joe Lunardi in college baseball. Maybe that's an open job description. But you do have a lot of projections that are out there. Most of those projections this week had Ole Miss in the NCAA tournament. Obviously, pending the results this weekend and what happens in Hoover. In your mind, what's this Ole Miss team got to do to solidify a spot in the NCAA tournament? I think we got to have two more uh, before season end. Uh, that's two more, whether that's tonight and tomorrow uh, or, or one more this weekend, and, and then you got to win on a must-win Tuesday in Hoover. And you certainly don't want to put yourself in that situation. Uh, but I think two is the magic number. Uh, one may get us in, but I, I think I don't think we will sleep well if we only win one more from here on out. Yeah, it's it's a long you know from whenever your time ends in Hoover until you get to Memorial Day. That's that's some restless nights, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, I think the beauty of it is is I think some things are in our favor. We've typically we've played extremely well when we've gone to Hoover, uh, made some really nice runs there. But you don't want to leave it up to that. Go ahead and solidify it this weekend and any. Anything else would be gravy and, and, and 
for, for seeding purposes. Uh, and that's why I think tonight is so big. You've got a guy that's been tremendous for us on the mound. We need one more in the regular season from Hunter Elliott. Texas A&M played in front the entire game last night. How important is it to put a zero on the board in the in the first inning or the first couple of innings, have it a, a, a tight ball game, and maybe have Ole Miss put a little pressure on A&M? Yeah, I think it makes a huge difference. You go back to last weekend at LSU. LSU in the first inning, Dylan Cruz hit a two-run homer, and that was the only time they led the entire weekend. So once you can get a lead, then you play with a lot more confidence. You, you, you're just more loose. You're more free. Uh, it allows you on the base pass to maybe get a little more aggressive. Um, and so I think that's a huge key. you know. And I think we saw that with Texas A&M last night. Once they settled in with that lead, they kind of rode it out to the end until they finally put it away. All kinds of combinations still for Hoover. And I'm that weird guy that loves the night game. I know most people are like, oh, I don't want to be at the ballpark to 1 in the morning. I don't know. Maybe it goes back to when I was 13 years old. I thought there was something magical about, you know, it's midnight and you're playing baseball. What's the ideal time slot to play in at Hoover? Uh, for Hoover, I, I think it's that, that third game of the day, you know, and that's always a coin flip on when it starts because of weather and, and delays and how long game one takes. And, uh, but you play in that third game, by the way, and you win, the Tennessee Vols wait on day two. <laughs> just, just saying. Well, at, at that point, if we got one this weekend, I think we would take that. You know, that means we went on Tuesday and await Tennessee, who is is a phenomenal team. But we got to get there. Uh, still, still a long road to hoe, but uh, the opportunity is still in front of us. It's a weird night last night in the SEC. When you kind of look at the scores all across the board, obviously you had the crazy lopsided score in Starkville. You have Missouri kind of go in and just kind of kick, uh, uh, kick Georgia around. Kentucky beats Auburn in game one today. Crazy stuff. Yeah, Florida scores a lot of runs yeah. uh, against South Carolina. So it, it's a fun ending, but uh, it's hard to see. It, it's hard to believe baseball season's coming to an end, but uh, see if we can finish strong. Thanks, as always, for your time. See you at Hoover next week. You bet, RC. Brad Henderson joining us here at Swayze Field in Oxford. We'll wrap up the Friday edition of Sports Talk Mississippi with you when we come back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. That disabled vehicle has been removed from the roadway. Still expect congestion and slow-moving traffic on I-20 westbound from Highway 49 leading up to Interstate 55 southbound. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Carter Jewelers was established 172 years ago in 1849 and is recognized as one of the oldest surviving businesses in the nation. One of the reasons for this 172-year miraculous survival has been our commitment to quality. Today we've stepped up our game and we're producing what we believe and know is the best quality diamond and gemstone jewelry ever made with no equal and finish and detail. I'm going to say that again. Carter Jewelers is producing the best quality diamond jewelry ever made and we're selling this jewelry at incredible prices. 
Carter Jewelers has been voted best jewelry store for the last three years by the Jackson Free Press. Trade-ins are welcome, 18 months interest-free financing, and no credit check financing. Carter Jewelers is located downtown Jackson on High Street, two blocks from the Capitol and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save on boat, RV, and motorcycle batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is excited that grass cutting season has finally arrived. Harley has a large selection of in-stock Skag Zero Turns, walk behinds, and stand-on mowers. And Skag mowers are known for being simply the best in the lawn equipment industry. Skag has the mowing machine to meet your needs with a variety of models to choose from for whatever size property you might have. Skag is offering 0% financing and no money down, so buying a new mower has never been easier. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt. Find us on Facebook or give us a call, 601-499-0944. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Partly. Did you know that Mississippi Industries for the Blind has been serving our community for over 80 years? MIB supports our efforts by selling the products we manufacture as well as offering office and janitorial supplies. MIB can help you kill COVID with our germicidal surface disinfectants and help keep your hands clean with our Purell soap and sanitizers. Shop with a purpose. You'll be helping yourself, your business, and other Mississippians. Check us out at msblind.org. Hey, sports fans, MDOT wants to ensure you get to your game day destination safely. So before you hit the road to watch your favorite team, be sure to download the MDOT Traffic app. The MDOT Traffic app is free for both Apple and Android devices. And remember to drive smart on the way to the game. That means buckling up, obeying the speed limit, and avoiding distracted driving, especially when traveling through work zones. For more info, follow at Mississippi DOT on Facebook and Twitter. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say it. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate. On Super Talk Mississippi. games underway in the SEC. They are in the top of the third inning in Lexington. Game two of the day. Kentucky beat Auburn 5-1 earlier and the Cats lead 1-0 over Auburn in the third of game number two. In Athens, they are in the bottom of the first inning. And uh, no score between Missouri and Georgia. 
and uh, just underway, or about to get underway in uh, Tuscaloosa also. I mean, that one actually starts a little bit later. So that's all that is happening in Borky. I'm sorry, I realized I just screwed the camera up. So I think we're uh, all back that's good all right. now. It is Friday, man. It happens. It happens. Are we going to so, hit on the the biggest sporting event of the weekend? Um, yes, we are. What is the biggest sporting event of the weekend? Sunday is the final day of the Premier League season, and it's going to be a doozy. Oh, yeah? We got Manchester City one point ahead of Liverpool. Liverpool wins and City doesn't win. Liverpool are the champions. The quadruple could happen. City wins, they're the champions. Simple as that. And then on the other side of it, Wait, what is you got a quadruple? great relegation battle. Liverpool has already won the the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup. Uh, mm-hmm. They could win the Premier League and the Champions League as well. The uh, Liverpool's going to win. Nobody's ever done. No, nobody has ever done that. Yeah. Four hey, trophies wait, in a year is this Big Ten football? <laughs> it's something like that. Yeah. We got the yeah. axe and, and we got the beer jug and we got the, the pig and everything. Um, so and then on the other side, you got a great have a trophy game. Did you know that? Why? It's a wooden Why? turtle. Who does? Ohio State okay, not, and Illinois. Never mind. Uh, never mind. I'm interested. Now you got my attention. It's called the Illabuck. I so. swear. So, yeah. The, you got the relegation wait, game wait, on the other wait, side, too. Saying, Burnley where, and Leeds. Somebody's where, going down. Where is that match, though? The, um, the Man City. Oh, they're not playing each other. They're, they're not playing each other. Oh. No, I wish. I Black wish we had that States. kind of drama on the final day. That would be now awesome. Manchester. Well, although it is interesting, uh, City is playing Aston Villa, coached by maybe the greatest Liverpool player of all time. Can he do his club a solid? Ooh. I don't know. Is uh, and is then Liverpool like I said, the, re- the relegation thing. You'll never walk alone. Liverpool is at home. Oh, oh. I forgot who they're playing though. I forgot <laughs> who they're playing. So. Thursday, man, Everton won to guarantee safety for another year. They were, they they would have been in the relegation scrap Sunday, but they got the win. They came from two nil down to win three two. Richard, I'm just going to tell you, go find the highlights of that and watch it. Watch them. It's like an SEC football game in there. Fans took the pitch. It was incredible. Somebody says you cannot end sports talk with soccer. Uh, okay, let's do it this way. And this is more of a midsummer topic. It's bridging the gap between the uh, the two sports. Then, uh, can, can you imagine the drama that would be related if relegation were on the line for an SEC team oh my God. in the final game? Incredible! If the Egg Bowl was leading to relegation, I mean, imagine if the SEC paired with the Sun Belt. And if you lost, you had to go down to the Sun Belt, and if you won, you get to come up to the SEC. Mm. The uh, be something to watch, yeah. Forky, would you be in favor of that? No, because I I do think that system wouldn't really change the top of college football. No, it wouldn't. Alabama would never get relegated. They'd be like Manchester City. Yeah. Chelsea Um, locked into third place. I got nothing to do on Sunday but watch games. All right, so uh, Mississippi State and Tennessee about to get started. Game two in Starkville. Will it be a repeat of last night? Probably not, but um, at, at least not in terms of the way it happens. Ole Miss and Texas A&M, about an hour from first pitch, 7 o'clock first pitch tonight at, uh, at Swayze in Oxford. 
You guys going to do anything fun this weekend? I mean, we talked about cooking plans. Is there anything, like, uh, absolutely outstanding? You're just sitting around. Hey, Dad. I, 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 may, I may go play some poker this weekend with some friends, but other than that, okay. I don't have any, any plans. Forky, yard work? Cut the grass, go to a kid's birthday party, cook something, watch a lot of sports. Typical weekend. Pretty spectacular weekend. You taking in much of the PGA Championship? Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, especially Sunday. Yeah. No baseball that I have to watch. Sports Talk Mississippi starting Tuesday of next week. We'll be at the SEC Baseball Tournament in Hoover, Alabama. We look forward to uh, bringing you all of the sights and the sounds and the storylines that go along with that. Hopefully we uh, I don't, we could absolutely have some drama over the final two days of the regular season. We'll see how it plays out. Thanks for being with us on this Friday afternoon. For Michael Borkey and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Have a great weekend. business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll, MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff, MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.